Hey everyone, welcome to Dialogue Choices Podcast. Today started with a victory for me. I did it. The shave and the haircut victory. No, that's don't don't confusing callback to things that weren't in an episode to it begin with. It, it's not a callback. We were like 10 seconds into the episode. Yeah, but you're referring to something that no one knows about besides 10 people that were already watching the stream at the time and probably wasn't even putting the worry. video anywhere. I'm confusing all the time. You know, you know, you know, I am. Yeah. It's me, Colonel RPG. Yep. You, you bled into our D&D and my poor character had to go on an entire odyssey because he was confused by your <laughs> in-game character bleeding into your, having your real life bleed into his behaviors. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what to do yep. with this. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, pretty much, pretty much. So, well, yeah, what's the victory? Uh, I got my entire day's recordings done before the podcast. Oh, that oh is a victory. And like, that is damn. a pretty good. It should be yeah. easy. I should do it every day. <laughs> uh, I'm so mad at myself all the time. <laughs> being self-employed. That seems no, less that's, healthy. Being self-employed at the, home is such a pain in the ass. Yeah. All that's connected that, to the internet the, and so the on. Feeling, the feeling of when we have victories, you feel worse because you think you should have more yes. victories more often. It shouldn't is, be hard. Is, is something. All I have to do is wake <laughs> up at eight and then like eat breakfast. That's hard. And then get like, what a, are you talking get about? Like a half an hour of exercise of some kind, take a shower. Oh my God. And then be like, okay, it's like 10 maybe or something. Now record two and a half hours on average per day. And then you're done at fucking like 1 p.m. And it's like, wow, just got to edit and whatever. And what a day ahead of you. You don't get weekends, but whatever. <laughs> but like, the, the, if I could efficiently do my job, I would have such a different life. Instead, it like bleeds through my entire day and I just eventually get my daily quota done. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'll be like, I'll start recording. You need it. to get two chairs, Keith. <laughs> a chair that is like comfy and nice, but doesn't chairs. allow you to record. Oh, you do? That's right. Uh, but no, the you same need to change them. That's twice, the thing. Like, <laughs> that's just. Oh. So what you like, you would sit on one chair for normal day to day procrastination and then you'd sit on the other one for just actual recording so like oh it's my game chair now and it's like ah. i often, and I often feel and then, like i just need like an office like i go drive to a place and do my work and then come home and like there's like a context that changes your like brain because like i just don't have like a work place i just literally wet i wake up get out of bed and i'm just on my computer and mm -hmm. it's just a tug of war between like Rewatching a two-hour H. Bomber guy about Ruby or getting work done. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, I did I just finish his uh, recent video. <laughs> it's uh, that's great. why like I th that that procrastination feeling is the reason why why when I don't have my daytime job, uh, like if I'm if I'm on vacation or just have, have a day off, I don't really do much more youtube stuff than other days because on a normal day i just i'm working up uh, from nine to six and then i yeah it's, I it's weird right like you crunch your youtube yeah. job into the time after your real job and you somehow get it done but then you have a whole day off and you like struggle to get the same amount of work done in that time <laughs> exactly you know i used to be like exactly like, obviously it's not better before it was unhealthy and bad but no, for sure like for sure. i had a day sure. job and I would get an ungodly amount of videos done per day in the time between when I got home from work and when I went to sleep. And then I would just reset the loop back over again. Like I would drive home from work during uh, my lunch break 
so that I could actually set the videos to go live because I would like start the uploads in the morning. Like I would, I would literally like I'd record all e e all evening after work, eat some bullshit out of the microwave to keep myself alive, uh, edit the video, set them to render, go to sleep, wake up in the morning, upload them, go to work, come home during lunch break, and actually set all the thumbnails and titles and make them public videos and so on, and then loop like that every day. <laughs> and it was <laughs> fucking trash. Uh, but yeah, like I was that's my, getting that's my stuff routine, more or done less. every second. Yeah, that's the like because the, the feel. I think the feeling of like you can't. You're on. It's it's the feeling of constant pressure. It's like yeah. the, uh, turning in an assignment ten hours after you started doing the assignment. Yeah, and it, and mm. I I always procrastinate on all of my homework, and I would like, I would I would if I had an essay, I would write it the morning it was due at school. <laughs> like I would arrive <laughs> okay, at school some, sometimes even on the bus. At like normal time and then in the morning i would just go to the library write the entire essay in 20 minutes and get like uh and get a good grade <laughs> that'd be a gr that'd be great <laughs> mm -hmm. i was rewarded for the structure uh but no yeah there's there, well, i have so many competing goals where it's like oh yeah I've, ever like everyone has like oh here's the youtube videos i want to catch up on here's the the netflix shows or the anime or whatever the fuck and then i've got like my stack of books that I'm reading in a particular order and I want to get through and then I want to, oh, then I want to like try practice. Like I want to try practicing uh, drawing and I want to try practicing writing fiction and stuff. And it's like, where the fuck does that all go? <laughs> and uh, it <laughs> turns out it's a lot easier to do that if you can figure out how to trick your brain into getting anything done on time. Because in its purest form, I ironed out my schedule to be really... Because I, I used to just play every new game that I, that fell under a particular umbrella and just kept stacking them and there'd be this ungodly mess of a schedule. Then years ago, I crunched it down to, no, there's X number of time slots, period, and nothing else goes on top. And then multiplayer stuff started going on top, so that was a lie. But <laughs> so, so then I took two <laughs> days off the schedule and put all the multiplayer videos there to recontextualize that as part of the structure of everything. But yeah, overall, it's like, okay, I have four main time slots ignoring the weekend multiplayer video days. Those four time slots go up five days a week. That is 20 videos per week. Uh, so it's like an average, it, and it's like a, of the four, of the four time slots, it's three that are half an hour and one that's an hour. So it's two and a half hours per day, five days of the week out of seven. It's like, I, there's a quota there and I can fit that. And like, if I could just keep on top of it, like I could get that done, like at least before like, 2 or 3 p.m. if I could actually get my life structured <laughs> correctly and then suddenly I can be, I can like have after work even and even if I waste it even or even if I just fuck around and be like I'm gonna play overwatch for four hours or whatever it's like like people have but it's peaceful wasting of yeah, time like it, there's a difference because it hangs over your head you, yeah you're, you're constantly you can't like even I'm, enjoy the not doing anything yeah like I'm always at work and uh I don't hate it <laughs> because I like uh i like the stuff i do for work anyway so it's just like it's just like it's mostly just the guilt of keeping up with the quota each day or whatever when i when it when i when i see the 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 fucking schedule get too late and i'm like getting to weird loops of like refresh like checking discord refreshing twitter checking my email refreshing twitter to refreshing the youtube subscription page like i'll like get into a loop of just re of double checking feeds for who knows what as like a procrastination measure instead of getting something done <laughs> Uh, my yeah, I know. I noticed that as well. My trick is whenever I I spot myself doing that, like 
opening two Twitter tabs because the other Twitter tab is not giving me anything interesting. Uh, I don't know if that happened to other people. But uh, when I notice that, I'm like, okay, this is the second that I need to do something productive. And I launch, I look at my spreadsheet and I say, oh, I need to record Discoalism. Let's do it. Let's record yeah. it right now. Because because if I'm opening the same thing over and over again or something like that, I'm like, it's, it, I try to build it as a memory in my brain or like a reflex thing that when that happens, that feeling of being like, oh, no, I'm, I'm double procrastinating. Uh, it's time for work. I, it, uh, that sort of gut reaction is uh i think it, it i've trained successfully for that i do it very frequently yeah especially on the weekends although i've been trying not to record on the weekends so i i've changed my recording schedule around so now i only do editing on the weekends and i record on weekdays because editing is I, I know you don't like editing but for me it's just it's it's a different kind of it's a different kind of pressure for one you can just edit half an episode at a time and just do other things and just spend all day doing Random nonsense I that just you don't do like anyway because it's I like editing the idea of like yeah. let's edit a highlight reel or let's edit like like if I ever made like a video essay or some kind of like structured thing mm -hmm. that's worth editing in a certain way or like when I do it's a pain in the ass but when I do those like multiple perspective playthroughs where I record uh, <laughs> like three different people's perspectives yeah. and I'm like trying to make creative choices about which perspective to show at a given moment or ways of showing two perspectives at once when times happen simultaneously or what or whether I should do like a rewind and like back up and so on and show the other perspective in a different timeline or just different things like that stuff. But like, mm -hmm. wow, here's your 60 hour playthrough of paper Mario. It's like, uh, just the game yeah. exists. It's well, what it is. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. the struggle. I'm I have. not interested I, like, I keep... in like trying to make like pacing choices in the editing or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try my best to avoid as much as possible by just like recording only the chunks that are going to be the episode. Exactly. So just like, this the is the whole editing. episode. Yeah. Where you're like, this is the whole episode. If something else happens, like a door rings or something, I cut the recording immediately. Yes. And then go do the thing and then go restart the recording. Yep. Even if like it breaks the flow because I don't want to have to remember that at like 30 minutes in a two hour video that a doorbell rang because I'm not going to remember that after I've recorded six other hours of content. Like, Yeah. It's, it's too hard it's to just, edit let's play content that's like hours long per day unless you literally just sit down and rewatch it and i don't like yeah. that i don't like me yeah and i don't like my content yeah. and i don't like listening to myself talk for hours at a time or like hyper analyzing everything as well because obviously yeah or like which, hyper which, or like again, analyzing myself it, like fucking like wow you sure just fucking spewed out some bullshit there just to fill time didn't you like i don't want to hear that i don't want to hear myself <laughs> i don't want to hear myself no, but that's yeah. the thing though that's the thing, like, the, with the, especially with the field timing thing. Uh, at least I've found that for me. I I usually, obviously, the, the, the type of games that I play are prone to rambling. Cause I ramble about the things, and obviously, they're, I don't, all I'm saying is I don't need to feel time very often. But there are some, some instances where it does happen, like, especially with loading screens or traveling around. Some games are very slow when you travel around and you know where you need to go. So it's the kind of places where I just need a, a cut in here. So there's less of a feel for me to be like, let me think about some insightful take that I can have on what just happened. And instead of doing that, I actually stop talking and I stop the recording as well. Uh, yeah, you make so, you uh, also uh, live edit. You make like the conscious choice. I love. Yeah, yeah. I, I do a mixture. I do a mixture because I then I, I do have to listen to the whole thing again. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Putting, yeah, I'm not investing twice as much time. <laughs> That's insane. 
it is yeah it's it's it gets faster it I'm, makes I'm, a lot I'm more sense to like 10 minutes an episode it makes a lot more sense when you have another person all right because you listen to yourself uh, fast forward editing yeah oh yeah i, Super I fast hate forward. fast forward speech of all forms i don't watch it's, consume it's any podcasts or youtube videos <laughs> in fast speed it's all normal it's very complicated, to li- especially if you're like trying to figure out if you're making any sense. <laughs> but usually that's not my problem. Usually it's, it, did I burp very loudly in, while this character was talking? <laughs> usually that's, that's the, what I'm looking for. Nah, leave that leave in. in. <laughs> leave that <laughs> in. I, seriously, sometimes I just crack myself up. I, I'm like, oh my God, I'm a pig. No, there's, there's parts where I'm quiet. Because I'm quiet because people are talking. And so if I see a weird little spike of noise in the wave, like I just look at it visually. Like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll often oh, yeah. just delete the audio from me while uh, the game is talking, unless I see there's actually a part mm-hmm. I had something to say. Because I don't have to worry about whether or not mm-hmm. like a weird like cracked knuckle or like a popped chair sound like got in. Uh, but I yeah, also have I like do a that noise gating well, that catches most things. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's a mm-hmm. it's a I, lot of lot of choices. But like I I, uh, I found, yeah, like the more and more when I get experienced with certain games, I make live editing choices and intentionally choose to do certain things off camera like subnautica i'm playing right now and it's like okay obviously you film whenever you're gonna go explore in a new direction and see what's there and like scan those new monsters and get attacked by something and spooky things happen and here's new tech and then you go back and it's like oh let's build that new tech i got because i've never built it before so let's build it on camera but then it's like Let's create a filing box organization system for all the resources on the walls inside of this one room of my base. And it's like, okay, that's some off-camera hmm. shit. Or like, oh, I could use six more quartz, and I could, and I should probably top off my hunger meters before I start the episode. Like, I'll do this off-camera maintenance and stuff in between. The funny thing is that whenever I mention this kind of stuff, and whenever I edit basically anything, uh, inevitably there's always feedback on that. It, there's two different things. One. People just see a cut and like he cheated at this game, and I'm like, yeah, I used the fucking restroom. <laughs> Jesus, calm down. Uh, like every fucking time I pee in a puzzle game, it's gonna lead to accusations. Uh, You're cheating. I, that was that was literally my entire witness playthrough. I was like, all right, I'm not gonna do this yeah. anymore. Like every, every single comment was like, you just cheated. And he's like, all right, no. like. I don't need to cheat at the witness. <laughs> yeah, or it's like, oh, I get stuck at a, in Portal Reloaded. I get stuck on a puzzle for like. 20 minutes and i'm like okay i have like a i have like a quota in my head like i want to have like two or three rooms get solved per episode like to have that's like a vague imaginary idea of like an, an imagine it's a an arbitrary milestone that hopefully enforces some level of pacing so stuff happens every episode because it's hard to it's it's hard to like make director's choices about exactly what part of the like epiphany process and bashing your head against the wall process to keep and so on but if i if i'm just not solving enough stuff per episode then i'm like okay we're gonna trim this and so like if there's a whole part where i literally just keep going back and forth between two rooms for like 10 minutes and then like no new thing happens and i don't try and i don't come up with a new thing to try and i'm just kind of like re-examining everything over and over again and i and like going in mental circles yeah i'll probably trim that out but then people like would be like, oh, it's a cut, and then he figures it out after the cut. Suspicious, and it's like, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I cut out the like part where I, nothing was yeah. happening, and I cut to the part where something <laughs> finally happened. It's not a fucking mystery. <laughs> but then, but on the other hand, yeah. it's just like, oh, you, this is the boring aspect of like, 
I make the choice to edit out certain things in other games like Subnautica and whatnot. And they're like, can I get the unabridged version? And it's like, I no, I I made a very deliberate choice of like, this will be bad content. I will not include this in the video. I'm not going to be like, and here's the, the full version, which sucks. With the unabridged version with five minutes of you going. <laughs> yeah. Or <clears throat> and doing that. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> just it's, being like. Uh, mm. yeah it's like double worse yeah because it's like on one <laughs> hand there's no commentary <laughs> yes because like on one hand it's like I, I i i knew that that part of the playthrough was going to not be very interesting so that's why i wanted to remove it in the first place but on the other hand it's also like i knew that in advance so i made the conscious choice at the time so i so the whole point was to save myself from commentating because having to commentate over on something that's boring or tedious or repetitive or irritating it's yeah. makes you less happy playing the game and doing the playthrough and and also like if you're consciously like i'm not going to include this then why would you be commentating over it so the unabridged version <laughs> exactly. doesn't have commentary it's me just sitting there and i fart eventually or something like that's it that's the video like there's nothing to people uh, and then people will be like oh you released unabridged videos before it's like that's a it's a very different context because all of my underbridge <laughs> yeah. videos are like fucking Ludwig the Holy Blade from Bloodborne, 60 attempts. It's like, obviously I'm commentating on every attempt because it might be the one I win on. And it's like, then the spiral into madness of losing over and over again. So then I make, so obviously <laughs> I make two cuts. The funny thing is the unabridged version is always abridged because I always cut out the run back every single run. So even the unabridged oh. versions of those videos aren't unabridged because I still trim them to make them just all of the, they're just all the attempts. They're not actually unabridged in their entirety because that'd be twice as long and boring. Uh, but yeah, like I make, I make, yep. it's like, it's like, here's a show full of half an hour episodes. So I make a half an hour episode of that part of the game but also release like a fucking hour or two hour nightmare marathon of my many, 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 many failures for the people that want to see the spiral into madness and they've got time. But that's a different thing. Yeah, that guys are not getting the full video. There's still an unabridged, unabridged version. Yeah, you could have seen me bored walking back to the base <laughs> over and over for again. For me, I, I, I've, I've started this whole editing a little bit more or editing, not live, a while back when I started editing my streams into Let's Plays. And I think that, of course, there's there's always a tendency that people would be like, I, I want to see the, the freshest episodes or I want to have input on the comments and just be like, I give you tips. And then and then I see that in the next episode or the, the episode after the tip coming to fruition. And, and that's that's fun. But obviously, when people realize that they can just go watch me play Vampire, I'm playing Vampire right now. Uh, man, that game is tricky. <laughs> um, and um, people realize they can just go and watch me live and see, have that experience live immediately. I don't think they're getting the best, the best sort of representation of the game when they watch me live. Because a lot of something that happens when you know with live stream, uh, with live streaming, at least for me, is because I engage with the audience. There's going to be a lot of stuff like, hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, yeah, that question, that's a good question. And talking about other games and just, you know, about random stuff that doesn't have anything to do with the game. And me talking over the characters because I know I'm going to edit it. So if somebody asks something midway through a dialogue that lasts for 15 minutes, I'm just going to talk over it. And so I think it's the unabridged version. <laughs> the original experience is not necessarily, at least for me, it's not the, the best. Because then the thing is, there's also things that happen to other people in Let's Plays 
that everybody knows this. It's like somebody not realizing that you could jump or somebody that not being able to, not using a certain feature of the game that's just fundamental yeah. for combat or something. It's like, and it nobody, can be nobody wants to become the Cuphead journalist. But I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying, the thing is, I I'm made not a saying really that you dumb should mistake erase. for a long time and everyone saw. I'm going to upload it unabridged. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, he he did upload the video of that. He could have just not. Like, <laughs> well, but the, but I'm not this. I'm not saying that I edit it out if I don't mix. Uh, if I don't understand it, or if I do something wrong. Obviously, since I'm doing it on stream, people will call me out sooner. But that's even beside the point. Uh, what happens though with edited let's plays is that you can edit around the mistake. And for example, where maybe you didn't figure it out. And you didn't you you didn't hide that you didn't figure it out until later in the let's play, but you just maybe cut cut out the three or four minutes of you rambling about how the game is bad, or yeah. the going back and forth between two locations where nothing really happens. You Avoiding still, you the can still convey of, the you know maybe having an infamous yeah. uh, part twenty nine of Outer Wilds that you get a weekly angry comment on for the rest of your life because you didn't choose to be dishonest and edit out your mistakes. <laughs> What happened? I don't mm. remember. I, oh, I haven't watched your Outer Wilds yet. Mm. Well, have you played the game Spoilers? already? Oh, Outer Wilds. Uh, I thought you were talking about Outer Worlds. No, Wilds. Sorry, I have played. I don't, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I it's uh, the... But uh, that's a spoiler, though. Yeah, no, it's it's the... Uh, okay, it's, let's let's do it fast. It, One minute. One minute of the spoiler. Well, no, it's, it. it's, 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 the mo it's the part of the game that's the most like the game Portal. <laughs> ah, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, the thing you have to kind oh, of yeah, solve that, through. Yeah, that was tricky. And I had some mistakes, and boy, I hear about them forever, all the time, every did day. You, did you think it always teleported to the same place? I had other problems. I don't want to get into the spoiling mechanics oh. of Outer Wilds, but uh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> that's the whole game. That's just that, that's just spoiling that, how the game works. But it, yeah, it's like I was. I, uh, <laughs> it's just I having, spent a couple of hours having <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I was doing it on stream. That's the thing. Like yeah. I. I it's different. Streaming is different. It's just I was just but, uh, I was, uh, but I was yeah I was having trouble, and also the game has a time limit built into it. So those two things don't mix well if you get frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having a time limit every single time is rough. But yeah, that was that was an experience, and uh, I'm reminded of it every day. Sometimes I, I I might just close the comments on that video, and then people call me cowards and complain about it on other videos. But like, it, but that's it, the it good kind part. It of kind it. of sours my experience of the game a little bit to, ha to have uh, people complaining about it all the time. And I'm like, I like this game. Why is my but my primary exposure to this game now is people making me unhappy. <laughs> it's like fucking near yeah, Automata, where the final bitter taste of that game was just people being furious with me for not deleting my save, and it's like. Yeah, what? Because I'm here to make con. What the fuck? Why would I delete my save? You fucking madman! <laughs> why? Why would anyone do that? Also, yeah. it's an optional thing. So for what? It's, yeah, but well, it's, it's it was there's it's, this context. Yeah, it's like the spoiler, most disliked video oh, on my entire see, fucking channel <laughs> because I didn't delete my save. You fucking hysterically insane mad people! What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> You need to make I, a comment and pin it and saying that exact thing. That, you fucking hysterical mad people. That fucking video is more controversial than any of my political opinions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, the gamers are weird, man. 
I think they're bored Ga- more than anything. <laughs> oh man, gaming I is weird. I, I I was I was watching earlier today. Uh, gamers are just I. I was I was watching a, a reaction video about. The, have you seen this new, new um, um. But it's, 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 what, what, what's the word for it? It's like a kerfuffle around alloy, alloy's design for the new, the new uh, zero. Uh, what is it called? It's not zero. Escape. Horizon Zero Dawn. I have. Yeah, I have but not. The, the new I, uh, one. They, yeah, they announced, they announced just, a two, huh? Yeah, that was actually a while ago. There's wasn't contra- it? Wait, there's controversy over uh, her design. Her design. I can I can send you a picture, but basically, it's somebody saying that. Uh, Apparently, supp- supposedly, uh, they're making her look less feminine. It's, oh, you can it's that conversation again. The one about how Bioware characters are intentionally... All the, all the women are intentionally unattractive. They say unironically at Josephine. <laughs> Joseph, I met her today for the first time. She doesn't wear pants. <laughs> well, she's like a cave person, isn't she? She's what? No, Wait, she's what? like a... Oh, you mean no, Aloy. No, Josephine is the... <laughs> Oh, Aloy. Yeah. No, Aloy might wear pants. Josephine. I would have remembered. I like, Wait, what? Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> no, the, from Dragon Age 2. I think maybe oh, later. Oh. Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah. Yeah. No, I met her in Dragon Age 2. Right? Dragon Age Josephine. Is it a different character? Josephine Montelier. Oh, it's not Josephine. I'm sorry. It's somebody else. Okay. You're thinking of... Okay. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. I don't... I mean, some of the characters in the Inquisition <laughs> were also in... Too, and it's like that's part of the. I think I think Cassandra, yeah, because uh, the the, the framing deva- device of two is Cassandra and, and Isabella Varric arguing with each other. Sorry, mm-hmm. it's uh, Cassandra's interrogation of Varric is like the framing device of two, and they're both party members in, in Inquisition. Yeah, like yeah. It's a, but I was like, so I, I, was fr- I was ready to believe that Josephine was in two, and I just forgot. But I'm like, I don't. No, think I was so. thinking, uh, I was thinking of Isabella. For some, I mean, the name is similar because it's Portuguese names. Yeah, but no, this is a this similar is an ongoing sound. thing. Uh, Stephanie has strong opinions about this because uh, she specifically likes uh, ugly women in media and loves when people get <laughs> what she just loves. She, no, she, they're not ugly. No, but I mean, tell like, me she, one person that is ugly in Dragon Age. No, no, I mean, like she has, she's, she just has, she's strongly like in the opposite direction of this because there's this so much oh, fucking scrutiny of exactly how women have to behave and how they have to look and so on in both life and in media. So she likes people that are just like grungy and have piercings and they're sexually liberated and they just do shit and who gives a fuck and there's aspects. That's the hot stuff. Like we read a, uh, I read, I read a uh, comic borrowed from her called Sacred Heart and I literally got to like page 30 or 40, I think, before I realized the protagonist was even female. I just assumed otherwise because of, because uh, there just wasn't that much overtly calling out to gender and it's like yeah that's just kind of nice mm-hmm. there's other things for people to be than just performing their gender for you all the time and yeah. there's an element no. of that there's a lot of that with uh <laughs> with uh what's it called uh thirsty mermaids but i just have completely different oh you've talked about it yeah, yeah thirsty mermaids is great it's only women isn't it? yeah is it is it only women is it the one for only women oh not for where all the characters are women uh, Thirsty Mermaids is a story where there are uh, three. It's like a riff on Little Mermaid a little bit, where there's three, there's three mermaids, two like kind of regular mermaids and one sea witch that uh, they they 
it's like a, she's like learn she's like learn new spells and they use them irresponsibly because they want to get booze and so they they like get a fair they use a spell to grow to be human and get legs like Ariel did basically uh, but just because they want booze from the surface because they they're having trouble getting it from shipwrecks all the time and this backfires mm-hmm. when they don't really know how to undo it and uh, it's just a really fun li- pretty literal fish out of water story that's a lot of fun to read and I had a great time with it and uh none of the women are the are really the like stereotypical like hot character design even though they're all pretty great in their own ways like you have but the, the thing is the thing with the stereotypical one the stereotypical design is just that it's really not about all they mean i think these people that complain is not really about the design of the character it's just about a, about the the amount of eyeliner and concealer they have Everything else is sort of like, eh, does, yeah. do they have concealer and eyeliner? Then they're pretty, and that's it. I really hate. Oh, I really hate that, that every time like a Resident Evil game comes out, somebody on Twitter like fixes the women because oh they're gosh. all like all the Resident women... Evil games where all the women are super hot, like un- un- unreasonably. They're so. all already really hot, but somebody, yeah. always, but always somebody feels the need to like fix the women and like, like like puff up like elements of them and put more makeup on them and make them put more like get more of like a fuck me face and so on and just like more overtly yeah. bizarrely sexualized and so on you got people that are like we got to have <laughs> there's been similar stuff going on with the uh the insistence on exactly well, that there's yeah. alloy but there's also like oh. way weirder there, there's there's been there's a whole because i got exposed to this from fucking monster hunter rise there's a whole subsection of people that want to include more severe uh like uh gender dimorphism in the uh in the monsters the so all the monsters oh want the monsters to be more overtly female which almost inevitably that all the shitty artists are like adding like <laughs> pink or like ruffles to the design somehow of the, like the lizards <laughs> and you're like i can't oh my God. i can't tell who's joking in these situations but you all worry me this is especially in animals where the gender dimorphism is actually worth talking about where humans were basically we look, all look the same but in animals it's really enormous because usually the female is enormous or they have like a completely different coat and or a big appendage at the back if they're an insect or something that's like the because of the ovipositor is like very prominent for in crickets or something and, and they of course they go for the gender dimorphism that is very specific to this it's, very it's very human for, for humans it's i would uh i would even go so far as to call them <laughs> bad fans because like uh, yeah there are examples in monster hunter of uh gender dimorphism it's relatively rare like in pokemon where like only a, only like a couple of them actually have it uh, mm-hmm. but like the two, the most obvious examples are, uh, Rathalos, the mascot sort of character, which is like this boring, it's, it's, he's a pretty boring monster, honestly. Uh, he's just a dragon, but he's like the title character for like the whole franchise kind of, uh, uh, Rathalos is specifically male because Raytheon is female and they're just different. Rathalos is like gray, red, and Raytheon is like purple, purplier. And that's it. They're, and they and like mm-hmm. sh- they have more poison attack, and that's kind of mostly it. Uh, and then like uh, you have Diablos, which Diablos can be either gender, but Black Diablos is always specifically. It's basically just a Diablos, but it's a it's a a Black Diablos is a female Diablos that's in heat, and so it's like it's just a lot harder to fight or something. 
But like those are some of the only examples, yes. and they're specifically not like pink with flowers and whatever, and it's wearing a pretty <laughs> dress. But like these people will bafflingly <laughs> miss that entire element of the game they're actually playing already, and be like, "No, we gotta have, we gotta gender the fuck out of these things," but in like really human ways. And I'm like, "What are you, what are you doing?" But I don't understand how you got. Yeah, there. I mean. I, I, I think be putting would be a, I think Monster Hunter would be a better game if all the dragons had like dresses on. It would be a much better game. <laughs> they, it's just it's the old the old um, co uh, comics trick of just putting eyelash big eyelashes on anything and it's immediately oh god female. The we the the fucking it, weekly debate of somebody being mad about She Hulk or something and then giving her a makeover to be more female or something. <laughs> it happens on Twitter like every fucking week. I hate that She Hulk's like my like one of my favorite characters. Yeah, but she's not fuckable like enough every... according to that guy specifically. <laughs> but I don't. That's not what I want. I just want like a big. I just want like a, a Hulk that is a lawyer that also beats the shit out of people. That sounds amazing. <laughs> like. What a great, what a great design. Like, Bruce Banner is such a boring character concept. Like, oh, scientist man, now mad. Yeah. Okay. He is but most like, characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, it's just so, I don't know, it just seems so generically boring. Whereas, like, the idea of a lawyer monster is like, what the hell? <laughs> like, what is it? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like uh, a societal monster by day and... Uh, like horror monster by <laughs> night like <laughs> he's the the greatest horror a lawyer yeah like it's uh <laughs> I, I don't know if you've ever seen uh um what's it called uh venture brothers but there's a there's a like one of the super villains in there is like a lawyer and a super villain and like the joke is always like that's the worst like a worst thing imaginable is like a lawyer and a super villain in one person <laughs> like how can one body contain so much evil? Exactly. So, like, the, the idea of, like, She-Hulk is great because it's just, it is that. It's like, oh, my God, she's like a monster. And then you're like, oh, no, but she actually is a monster. Like, she could turn into the Hulk. Like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Anyways, Nobody yeah, wants. don't do not do that. Don't, don't make her sexy. It's not the point. People just really like to control women. Well, you can tell do that and, and with, tell them with, how to how to exist, and they you can really do that by know, making really your own women to tell them whenever they're being the thing, themselves wrong. But the thing, what what Andrew is saying that they can just draw their, draw their own, the the power, the control that Keith is talking about is the 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 sort of stereo. Uh, it's the control of the how what what women should look like as a stereotypical thing, allowing. Which, uh, any anything that deviates from there, from that, and allow and and has any sort of popularity is a threat to the norma, to the normal. Do you know what I mean? So it's not you don't fight it. That sort of mentality, you don't fight things by adding your own. Oh, more look at my more of the same. No, you 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 need to suppress the any any deviation. That's why, that's why they act like that, it, knowingly or unknowingly. A lot of them, well, maybe not from Twitter derps but uh and, and certainly not in you know things that don't matter like video games but a lot of a lot of the sort of um gender normativity i suppose comes from the lack of variety and you can't fix or you can't make it non you can if there's variety your the solution isn't to add 
your own. The solution is to stop the variety if you want to not there be, be variety. I don't know if I'm coming I, across. I'm, I guess I'm more confused by the idea that with a character in anything, you don't want it to be more interesting than sexual. Like, I... Uh, like a good example of One Piece is like the best character, best female characters of One Piece are the ones that don't look like women, like the ones that are just crazy body types and weird proportions are like the best characters because they're Maybe just that's so, because they, but they're more free. They don't have to like design, yeah, yeah. They're they don't have for... to like conform into this like oh it has to be sexy. They have to like have specific outfits and have to have specific poses. It's like no, there's just a girl with like a head that's the size of a truck. And she just jumps around and does things, and you just you don't have to you don't you don't have to like care about how this doesn't make sense or like how does she put clothes on? Do clothes have to like have giant holes at the top to fit her giant truck head? It doesn't matter. It's just it's fun and like I don't know. Then you look at like you can just copy paste a hundred different of the like hot girl bodies, and you're like, okay, I don't know what you could put a silhouette, and I don't know which one that is. Like I I, I don't I don't know. They they all look the same. Yeah. But then the moment you, like, do the other characters, you, like, yeah, I don't know. It's the struggle what? when you get to games like World of Warcraft and so on, where you just have, like, massively divergent character designs for the dudes, and then the women are almost the yeah. same body with different heads on it. <laughs> You're like, yeah, like, right, I, I, come I, on. I remember EverQuest specifically didn't do that. So you look at, like, the ogres, and why, it's like, okay, here's an ugly ogre guy. Why spine problems like the male orcs do? <laughs> yeah, like, like EverQuest is like, here's an orc, here's an, uh, here's an orc female, and they both look the same, but one has boobs. Like, that's it. They're just the same body type, because they're, that's the, that's what they are. That's what orcs look like. You know, just everything is, like, the same exact body type, but one of them had genitalia that was different. That was, like, the whole basis of it. So you don't have like, ooh, sexy orc, or ooh, sexy, what's the, uh, Drenali, or what's, I don't know how to pronounce that name. I mean, uh, the, like, the, the history behind a lot of the inclusivity, I say inclusivity, but the inclusion probably is a better word. The history behind the inclusion of women in, in fiction, uh, well, specifically 20th century fiction, uh, because things get mud, muddy uh, from before that, because it depends a lot on, well, what kind of fiction we're dealing with. But especially in cinema, the inclusion of women is always with a role of serving a goal that is specific to their gender. So that's why you see... Well, not always. I'm generalizing, obviously. But that, but that's why you see a lot of a lot of female characters being written. Every single one of their lines is about something about who they are dating or whether they would date somebody or what their needs as a woman are or what they're going to do in their day. And it's always something specific to them being women because it's representative of their society or something. And usually, and it's not like it's all like, sometimes it's, it's done in, in some really appalling ways, obviously, but it, it doesn't have to be done in an appalling way. It can be done with a reason for you, for writers and, and movie makers and all that sort of stuff to, to include women and, 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 create female characters with that in mind to build their world and flesh out their world and flesh out their characters. But it's the thing is it's always with like what it's, it's the, the sort of, it's the, it's a man who's a default and that's, you tell a story and you, you make it a man because if you made it a woman, the story would have to be something a little bit, it could be the same story, but you you'd need to make it a little bit, you need to explain some other stuff. And the, the difficulty in a, 
in 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 a society that we live in and obviously things get, have gotten better but they st still have a long way to go but the difficulty in a lot in the minds of a lot of well-intentioned people who are creating stories is always the the, the capacity to so stop thinking about women as inherently something special their gender for them is somehow different than men their relationship with their gender is somehow different than the relationship men have with uh, their own gender or any other gender because I, it's i i don't know i like i get the imp I, it's so obvious though in video games specifically i don't know why There's but it happens a lot like you're always being tested on whether or not you're yeah. gendering correctly in a weird level of screen why they okay so you link the thing I hate, a, I hate that picture. I hate it so that fucking That is the much. fucking uh, a fan like fixing uh, Aloy. And I can't help but notice. It's so bad. On top of everything else, you can just always notice they always make them smile. Of course. They always take I mean, a yeah. non-smiling picture yeah. and force them to smile. And in this one, it's a horrifying thing because this is like... Uh, it looks like she looks like a receptionist <laughs> like in the like yeah. she's she's a combat <laughs> like she's a she's an action game hero and the fixed version makes her look like she's like oh yeah and how what can, how can i help you here at verizon yeah like, she looks she looks, she looks so like perfectly the, like a fucking receptionist exactly the stock photo of, of like a, an auto insurance company i'm just like we like we, we're here yeah. to serve and there's this nice oh lady yeah smiling she's gonna her. sell you insurance or something <laughs> It's such a huge a, glaring wait. smile, but what they but I, what I noticed with all the Resident Evil fixes and so on is that they always they always get ch change them from being like a I'm in an action game, so I've got like a kind of a frowny face to like here's my little seductive upturned lip because it's a little smile now. Mm. Like they always have to, they always have to fix the facial expression, quote unquote, fix. It's, it's not even just the appearance and, of the character; they have to change the personality of the character. And it's like at some point you just don't like the game; you could just leave. <laughs> Go away, Aloy. Aloy, uh, I mean, I'm, I, I've, I haven't played. I've only watched your let's play of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, so yeah, that's my exposure like to Horizon Zero Dawn. But the, I, I think some side quests are are not very well written, but generally I like the writing. Um, and uh, sp specifically, one thing in the characterization of Aloy is her relationship to her gender and the way other people see her as a woman as well. Yeah, I think it's really well done. It's because uh, it, it, you in, when it's not necessary, it's never brought up whatsoever. And I think the character design is I mean, she does she does have the the, the braids in her hair, which are a pain in the ass to make. Although I don't know if those are protective braids, because some people I, I know there's the braids that people use to protect their hair rather than just to, to make it pretty. longer. I know I I I don't have braids in my hair. I know how to make braids though. I've heard of people uh, tying their hair in certain ways because it helps it not fall out or something, and their hair can grow. Do people know how long that? Do people know how long that takes? Like the amount yeah. of time it would take to look <laughs> right. like that is so ridiculous compared to the world she lives in. She's gonna like yeah. what? Sit in front of the fucking mirror for like two hours, get her face done, and then go on a fucking world-saving adventure? No, no, she's not. The same with Resident Evil. Oh yeah, zombies are attacking. Let me just go to the bathroom real quick, real quick, and like put on my eye makeup and put on my powder, and then just hope that this rain and mud and blood and all this stuff <laughs> doesn't mess up my makeup in the entire like eight-hour journey I'm about to have. Can Meanwhile, he, like oh Ethan can literally like wake up in and in, in a fucking Louisiana house and not do <laughs> anything, and he's just fine. 
I, I've never seen the dude's face, but apparently it's okay. I don't have to see his face. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, he looks at like all. Ben Shapiro. It's like, kind of a bummer. <laughs> people people hacked like, the game and found his face. But that's what oh, I'm saying. No. Like, but you had to hack the game to find his face. And at no point has a single person been like, we should fix that. We should make him have a face that looks a certain way. Yeah, like, the fan edit adds all this makeup that wouldn't be it's available in this always. setting. Because it's yeah, like, like the, the, it's, it's like do, it's setting brutal. breakingly. It's setting breaking makeup like it just destroys it. But also, yeah, like I they delete her freckles and like what she looks like as a person and give her a different yeah. face structure. It reminds me how she when looks, I, I was looking at she looks at like a, a synth. She looks like the character from Detroit, <laughs> uh, Beyond yeah. Human. And yeah. you're like, yeah. I'm sorry, she's, is this? Is this, she I looks like she, I, I guess it is a sci-fi game, but she looks like she's from a very different kind of sci-fi game. But is, isn't edit. she fighting the robots? I thought she's not a robot. Like that's the whole. No. So why does uh, she no, look like a robot is. now? What is? Yeah, no. Like, what is... <laughs> it, it, it does. It reminds me of when I was playing Kotor, and uh, I looked at the Nexus mods page to see if there was anything interesting in, in oh, there yeah. or whatever. And the uh, the most popular mod, and to the guy's credit, he did go and he he upresed and fixed or whatever every single uh, character, every single uh, party member in the game. But the, but the audience has chosen. And yeah, it's like the most popular mod by far for, for KOTOR is fixing Basila. To make her like, what? What's, yep. like more What's beautiful and her? more high detail and more like up and modern and the, the, so on. So there's a bunch of fucking they weirdos want... that played this whole game <laughs> with just a, just an updated Bastila uh, character model and no one else. Because they, they are not comparably similarly popular mods. It, people just are downloading Bastila and not updating any of the other character models in the game. Even though the guy went through the trouble of making one for every character. And I'm just like, guys... <laughs> What, what is not it? even Johanny, which is the one that actually needs a, a, a remake because yeah, she looks like the other pretty blurry yeah i, I you know it's i so, don't know mods are mods are different to me i'm okay with i'm okay if you want to waste your time and make a mod oh, yeah. uh, but it's, repre it's I, representative of how people feel but I, I i guess i don't like the idea of someone saying oh this is messed up i need to fix it or uh, like, because again, a mod is something you're making. Ideally, you're making this for yourself. But a fan edit implies that they're like fixing. Like they always say they're fixing something, or there's like yeah. something inherently yeah. wrong with the old one. It's like okay, it's no. You can you can say this isn't what I want. I want this instead. But it's, you it's can't say that too. what they made is wrong because this yeah, is clearly thing. this is designed on purpose. This isn't. You, like Someone I, didn't sit I, down and accidentally make this character look like this. This takes a lot of time, effort, but energy, and it, hours. Like, but this is on purpose. <laughs> I don't think it is in the case of Resident Evil. I think they made them look too, too sort of super modely, honestly. Both in the case of Resident Evil 2 and 3. I think, like, it's it's unreasonable <laughs> the way they look. Both in, like, the way they present. Obviously, the, the characters can be can be modeled however they want. Oh, yeah, like, like in the actual Resident Evil 3 remake, like, the actual Jill that's actually in the game is, like, drop-dead gorgeous and an impossible standard for women. And it just, and, 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 like, she looks incredible. And then, like, and she's nah, we need to up. fix this. She needs, like, more teased lashes. And she, she needs, needs like, more, yeah. She it's needs different, enough. a different eye color and, like, lip gloss. And let's clean up some of that dirt on her face. And it's, like, they, they can't. It's never enough. They Even even when they get exactly what they enough, seemingly yeah, yeah. want, they still, like, now nah, let's, let's edit this and fix it. And this isn't this isn't a weird thing to do. Oh Why don't they God, fix they her hair? The for Overwatch? Her hair looks I like, like a mess. I wonder if they fixed the Overwatch characters. 
Uh, I mean, <laughs> they probably have. I mean, there's, there's some. Care well, let's not go there. I don't really know what like. I was I just feel like that's trying kind to think of a of waste. I, th I think Overwatch is already cartoonishly sexualized on some characters. Yeah, like, that's what I, I was just trying to think of. Like, what what would be yeah, over, the most Overwatch extreme. had its own controversies. Yeah, yeah. Or a bunch well, of I guess they, very I, normal ironic. people were very mad at Tracer getting a different pose and then argued that here's one where you can see Hanzo's butt. It's exactly the same. I'm an adult with a functioning brain. It's like, though, there was uh, also the inverse where people were <laughs> mad that Mei was thinner in a skin. And it was like, oh. okay. It's like, here's an entire thing where somebody has like spandex and is specifically like showing you her butt in a very specific pose where the entire point is to point at her butt. And even like the, uh, even a uh, new frame plus, the guy that, that used to do extra credits, Dan, like he, like, look, he points out, like, from an animation perspective, like, every part about her pose was angled in a way where all of it points, like, the the, the direction of the action points at her butt from every part of her body. Like, it's designed, the pose is designed all for butt. And then, like, Hanzo is, like, this guy in, like, really baggy clothes that just happens to be facing away from the camera. <laughs> and people are like, it's exactly the same. It's a butt shot. And I'm like, how do you, how do you dress yourself? <laughs> How do you? How the fuck do you function as a person if you think this is a point that's big enough to point it online? I don't know. It's more. The, it's less about it being a point and more about it not being contested. Like yeah. you, you know, you you say the you, thing. You say it in an echo chamber it, where no one will be like actually disagreeing with you, and so you just get yeah Reddit karma or whatever. That would be scary. Yeah. Like I had that. <laughs> It's because discourse is so fucking poisoned and we're adding to it right now. But uh, I, like I had that tweet. A while <laughs> I had that tweet a while back where I just I was just image. I was like image browsing and like in related images. I just randomly got this picture from Mandalorian that just had a bunch of it was like a, it was like a, it was clearly about like the Mandalorian arguments about like armor or whatever the fuck. And somebody like got a, a picture of a bunch of stormtroopers and circled their cod pieces. And I'm like. I just, I just, I can imagine the whole conversation surrounding this where somebody thought this image was a salient point about like, see the men are sexualized, look at all these dicks. And like they got fucking open up a picture of stormtroopers and, and, Microsoft, and Microsoft paint and draw little red circles scraggly around each dick of the fucking stormtrooper <laughs> armor. And they're like, see, I got you. I've defeated you, Reddit. I like to imagine they're actually in an argument with somebody and think that's a big gotcha, but the reality is that they're probably posting in a subreddit somewhere full of people that already agree with them, yeah. and so they'll get rewarded for having just the shittest brain take. Uh. <laughs> yeah, any upvote-based social media. Social media is complicated because it, yeah. rewar it does reward the... You see, even like you may what? not even have come up with it. Maybe they saw another picture... That was maybe even better. It doesn't matter. But they saw another picture trying to make the same point, and they they thought, oh, I can make this one I, that I came up with right now. But it's the same point, effectively. But they just draw, draw another picture and post it, and that just so happens to be the one that goes viral. That's representative of the whole community of or whatever of the old argument or so. Because and the thing is, it's if it were just oh no, we are not all the same. That was just happened to be the one that we voted the most, even though that doesn't actually constitute the defense. But even if it were a situation where social media emphasizes the worst rather than rather than uh, uh, 
well, emphasizing the best. The problem is it's a, it's a self-replicating machine because the people who get into the, those communities because of all the kerfuffle around the, the issues, they see those most upvoted messages and they see those those arguments and obviously they agree, otherwise they wouldn't be joining that. And so it just attracts the... the the, so let's just call it the bad crowd. If imagine they were making a, a point of of uh, uh, a, a, a well a more sane point about how men are also sexualized or what whatever instead of being just about the Mandalorians, you know what I mean? I, I don't know if I made my point if I came across clear. What um, you're saying is every man needs to be uh, big, buff, sexy boys, just like Gears of War. And every girl needs to look like synthetic Barbie dolls. I did, I like. I think that some people honestly make that argument, but I don't. I, <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm I sure don't somebody that makes argument, that argument, but <laughs> no, I think no, no. I want to. I, I don't mean that argument. I mean, I, I think honestly, some people believe that men are also um, over-sexualized in media, just the same as women. And obviously there are beauty patterns uh, or beauty, beauty standards, I should say, for for all people. But the the thing is, the uh, the way it affects men and the way it affects women is left completely out of the conversation. Because it, you can't just come up with the pictures. Obviously, yes, men in cinema and in games are very beautiful, just the same as women, generally speaking. And obviously those are beauty standards that we as a society acknowledge but the way it affects men and the way it affects women is very different because society treats the bodies of individual people us the viewers whether we are we are men or women or other genders it treats our bodies differently the, like i i go on i go for five weeks or six weeks without looking in a mirror and I just sort of wash up and I just I don't even come because my hair is short and it's and by the time I, I look in a mirror um because it's because I want to check if my hair needs needs cutting or something and then I cut it myself and I just all the worst personal care ever nobody has ever called me out in any of my streams in fact I I, I remember getting compliments being like oh your beard is nice and it's very nice thank you very much but I have the least care with my looks that anybody well it's not the least that anybody could have but i have nothing it's nothing in comparison with any woman i know what's at all whatsoever and and i know i know that every time i go out with friends i don't do it anymore because covid but the anytime i go out and and I, I i know the the work it takes to get ready and i know the work it doesn't take for me to get ready because i'm just i don't care it's just I, but i have that like the reason why I don't care is because society doesn't impose that on me, right? And so, well, I guess it depends is... on what you what you want, though. I feel like society imposes oh, sure. that on yeah. you when it comes to like looking for partners. There is that weird. There can be weird expectations eh. where your bias, you know, again, your biases or like the things that you like could be swayed by the media you consume. Uh, but I mean, no one's gonna. No one's going to, like, roll up uh, in their car next to you and say, hey, you should really, like, cut your beard. You would look prettier. Or, like, hey, <laughs> exactly. uh, but like, they do that could, you lift up your, could you lift up your jeans a little bit? Like, but that's, I, I don't know. It's a, I, I think there's, a, there's probably just a difference in, um, like, I don't know. There's, like, difference in respect. Maybe there's just a difference yeah. in... Like yeah, a, it's misogyny basically. At the end of the day, yeah, but like there's, yeah, it's just like a but different it, culture. It, I, but I it's on know. the other side of the argument. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not about, 
the representation in media is about the effect it has. And it's never, it's never argued about. Nobody ever says that alloy looking that way is, is, is more of a, has more of an effect than Superman looking the way he looks. Nobody like Superman is isn't I I don't know, I'm actually not a big Superman buff but isn't he like supposed to be the perfect looking human stuff like that isn't he like wasn't he designed to be like the most beautiful man and just oh look at him and all that um I mean to an extent he is the ideal guy he's like in perfect shape he has a perfect chin no he takes blemishes. his glasses off when he gets he super good. He, well, like, he doesn't wear glasses. He puts fake glasses on to Even pretend better. like he's... he's the, the idea man. is that his outfit is supposed to be him downgrading himself to disguise himself. Yeah, So that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> so the outfit, the outfit he has on in the press office is like not a, an attractive man outfit. He looks like a dork. Because he has and glasses he, on, as we well know. Well, he has glasses. <laughs> he tucks his shirt in. He has like oh, a tie, no. like what a what a what a chump. And then like he yeah. goes and changes into like a a onesie pajama, and now he's like the best man ever. But but no, like nobody, uh, it's how often do you hear people be like, uh, that guy's not hot because he doesn't look like Superman or something. Um, that's like I mean I I feel the, like again it depends. I don't I don't I can't really gauge. The, I don't all I'm saying is the level of 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 uh, the level that is required of men in terms of uh, the way we look is just nowhere near the same and the method the, the reasons why it's they should be pretty obvious but it's just you know that's the if the beauty industry is for women it's literally called the beauty industry and it is for women and obviously men can 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 uh yeah, use no, beauty products as well get biased but just on that, such a low standard yeah. for so long that then they there's, there's like a whole like industry around like teaching them how to clean themselves up for other people when they need to oh, and then and even then it's just like it's the like this thing of like minimum. hey we're all wearing the same suit right that's good all right i did it right <laughs> like that's the level of <laughs> thing going on yeah there's yeah. a weird dif there's a weird difference where like uh conformity for men is a lot more appealing whereas uh uniqueness for women is better like women should no, oh, also that they need to like sell themselves in a in a different way. Like they need to be different from each individual, but also follow the same kind of patterns. Like if you look at all the different fan edits, they always have the same consistency where they have the dark like the dark eyeliner around the eyes, or they have lipstick on. Like there's expectations for. They're also always like, some... wider. Well, oh, I didn't even I notice mean, that. That's true. They yeah. always lighten their skin really noticeably, and it's like, mm, okay. Tell me more. Mm. I mean, there is a uh, there there is a little bit of that for obvious reasons. Um, although I don't really understand it with Resident Evil. I don't like. Isn't that just because it's a it's in a dark environment, so the the colors would be different? I don't. I don't We're looking at specific pictures. Andrew is yeah, talking about. Specific, uh, yeah, I'm just saying. Like it, in some of these pictures, it's like they're already that skin color. They just are under like a neon light. And so it makes yeah. them look different. Like it, that's the color correct. Yeah, in that, it's, in that yeah, Claire, it's a, it's a very weird picture. If you zoom out, she just looks like she's glowing because right, Leon would yeah. be right next to yeah. her with the same dim lighting that the pictures actually are from, and she would just be like, "It's somebody. Somebody's trying to f uh, spotlight on specifically Claire's face. Why is she so bright? It's, it's weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I assume that's just people like 
thinking they messed up the colors like some kind of professional artist who gets those paid are the to people that failed the dress test up. those are the people that think the, <laughs> the dress, dress is white and gold because they oh, don't no. think the dress they, yeah the, the dress that <laughs> I was remember yeah the, the blue and black dress that was always blue and black and literally was blue and black and from the moment i saw a picture i'm like that's just a blue and black dress with like a fucking lens flare on it like it's blue and gold keith it was it's literally blue always gold. blue and ba- black both literally it's... and in what eyes are process how do if yes, you but are opening photoshop at looking at things open it in photoshop and you'll see it's blue and gold yeah, but that's dumb brain. That's what I was talking about. That is true. That's, that's true. your brain. That's your brain <laughs> no, but, not being good enough at telling what not things be, look even like. processing. That's like yeah. looking at the Claire picture of the promotional photo of Claire and Leon and being like, why are Claire and, Claire and Leon blue? Aren't they people? Aren't they like white people, not blue people? It's like, yeah, they're in dim lighting <laughs> so that they look bluish. Like basic base, like really, really basic, basic yeah. visual processing filters, that kind of stuff on its own it's not even like hard mode it's not even like wow this is a rave where there's no a that red, one is very simple it's not like a rave yep. where it's just like red light and nothing else it's like oh there's a little bit of a lens flare so it's like a little shiny but like it's a blue and black dress obviously but people <laughs> that can't filter light apparently and they cannot figure out like they like they can't i, I can tell i don't glance. think that was the problem i think you're misremembering it no that's that's exactly what the problem think- was in fact, there's actually the been, stu- there's been studies on it at this point, and the conclusion is yeah. that is that people that spend more time in uh, people that spend more time in like alternate lighting situations and indoors and in different and like low light environments and so on were more likely to be correct, whereas people that are like outside but, all the time were just like I don't yeah. know how to vis- filter vis- visuals because I no, only no, see no. stuff in it's... perfect daylight my whole life. I think I think. Uh... We're going okay. off on a tangent, but the that's way I the remember it—that's the show. The way I remember I'll it you is that the topic if... we were on was efficiency in scheduling and editing. Oh, so tangents <laughs> is all we got. The the way I remember it is you saw it as uh, so the the dress itself is uh, gold and white. Is that it? No, the dress no, is blue the and dress black. is black and blue. Black and blue. Oh, it's always been black. I, and yeah, blue. it's been a while. Black and blue. Okay, so you saw you saw it as black and blue if you in your head were seeing it in uh, the daylight. So you processed it's... it correctly because that's where the photo was taken. But if you're used to artificial light, which is usually colder and bluer, then you saw it as the other color combination that I forget. Uh, it's not about how well you are or how good you are at, at processing pictures. Is how what you're used to seeing. And the, or what your brain is used to seeing, because you might even live your, all of your life in, inside of, inside of your house and still see it as daylight. Because well, you, 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 know, saw, we all you saw it as black set. and blue if you were able to properly filter it and understand what you're looking at and process it, as opposed I, to you the, saw it as you, white and gold if you see it like Photoshop sees things and it's ex- literally just that exact color that's exactly. according to the photo, and there's that's no possible saw, yeah. interference of any kind. <laughs> but uh, and obviously, I know it's blue. some other color. <laughs> Obviously, I know it's some of the color because I know specifically the color there are the colors that are there, which are the colors that I called out when I saw the picture, are the colors are the are a mixture of the two sides of the argument. So one person says it's blue and black, and the other says it's yellow and white, and I'm saying, oh no, it's yellow and black, and then nobody agrees with me, obviously. But it is the colors that yeah. are there. I don't remember exactly the combination. Colors but are weird. Like because every used... now and then I'll be scrolling on like and like some artist on Twitter will post like a GIF of like. 
color theory's weird, guys. And he'll show like two different images that look like they're massively different colors. And he'll take like a square out of one of them and drag it to the other Those one. Those are trippy. And you'll see it disappear into the other image because that part's also the same color. And you're like, no, it's Those not. Those are real trippy. <laughs> no, it's not, though. Yeah, well, I'll be honest. I'm very good at picking colors with my eyes. But those ones with the contrast, they always trip me up. I, can, I always think it's a different color, and it's not. Yeah, but dress it's, is easy mode. Everyone's just dumb. Yeah, the dress is easy. <laughs> it was always blue and black. Yanni Laurel's different. Remember. That's like whether or you not you have hearing. You can't trick me. You're all just dumb. Like Yanni Laurel I, I was different because that was about whether or not you had hearing damage. <laughs> oh, the, that those, word uh, that... Reminds me of those gifts where it's like the person spinning around and it says like, are they spinning left or right? And <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And your brain just does like, I don't know. Uh, like for me, it's like, I, what, where do you want them to spin? I can make them spin either you direction can change them. at will. Yeah. Nice. You, yeah. You just decide. You just tell your brain they're spinning left and it turns. My left. brain is bad. You tell it it's he spinning doesn't... right. It turns right. Like, yeah. it, my brain doesn't a... listen to me. I actually had a Yanni Laurel joke in in one of my videos, and I think like almost nobody got it, and I was kind of disappointed because I was like committed to it. <laughs> oh. you, in a, in Golden Sun, you meet a tree called Laurel. Uh, there's two. It's like the forest part of the town, and there's two different. Uh, oh, I remember you saying that. I actually got it. I didn't say anything. Yeah, there's yeah, there's two different trees named, and one of them was named Laurel, and the other tree keeps naming the other tree. So every time he said the name of the other tree, I kept switching back and forth between Yanni and Laurel, <laughs> and just not yeah. acknowledging it. it was, I was, was just having fun. It was with very that. in your face as well. Yeah, <laughs> did so nobody get it? Dumb. That's weird. Maybe because know. nobody maybe, commented. Maybe just no one commented. I did Yeah. Like every everybody's enjoying quietly and be like, mm -hmm, I'm really enjoying this video. But then there's this one person who doesn't enjoy it, and that's the one that leaves a comment. Everybody, that's how it works. Mm. Although I don't know about your comment section. Mine is fine. It's usually about nitpicky things. I just don't bother. Like it, it is. If people see it a certain way, then fine. But. I don't know. It just seemed like such a. A lot of people seemed a lot more invested in fight, this thing fight, than fight. was actually worth being invested in. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> partly it's because of everyone just has stupid, silly, tribalistic reactions, and sometimes it, it it's one of the harmless ones because it's like they're just they're, they're basically doing it for fun. It's like when yeah. people argue about like, like like oh man, you're a horde player, or like how ins like <laughs> Effie insists on like disparaging. Whenever he hears somebody plays Hunter in a game, ugh. and it's like it's like it doesn't matter. It's like pineapple on pizza. No one actually gives a fuck. It's one of those jokey things that people just like react, reflexively react to because that's part of the fun. I or give a fuck. Like, I want pineapple in pizza. <laughs> no, it's like it's like the Yanni Laurel, and there it goes. Like and, and, and then like the dress was just like that, like kind of that silly, playful thing. But also like in, in both cases, you know what it's, you you're so sure. You know what you saw, you know what you heard, and it was so obvious, and you didn't even for a second like question whether it could be anything else. So when you see everyone else, or at least a lot of everyone else, saying the opposite, you're like, what the fuck? No. And then you, then you start yelling <laughs> about it on Twitter. Because <laughs> like it's true. Yeah. Bo in both cases, you so instantly are sure because your brain processed it a specific way, and you're certain about it. So seeing it's so baffling to see so many people that have like the exact opposite reaction. You're like, what do I do with that? Like, what the fuck does that mean? No, it's, cl it's clearly that. 
<laughs> then, you have, then you have the fucking mutants. They're like, it's blue and gold. And I'm like, you're you're wrong in two languages. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, that's. Uh, but no, on, on yeah, the previous on the, the previous thing uh, about like people getting angry about stuff and posting on Reddit, but also just like in reality, just not actually arguing with people that disagree with them, but instead just like sharing things for points amongst people that already agree with them and so on. It really is like we uh, there's there's a video by CGP Gray that is, at this point, like when I first saw it, I didn't even like the video at first, but I I had come back to it every few years, and at this point, I'm convinced it's like one of the best videos on all of YouTube called "This Video Will Make You Angry," and it's just mm -hmm, I've seen it correct about everything in a frustrating way, even down to like the aspects of like the when he talk he he calls them totems when he talks about like about essentially straw men or whatever like when you have like a version of the opposition that you just like that that one it, <clears throat> like what they're actually saying isn't quite good enough not quite share shareable enough not quite infuriating enough so instead you turn them into a totem and you like you morph it a bit until it's like just right for maximum like vir virality and then you share it onto reddit and you get all of the points and so on and like those those bases are just because they're point structures are just a breeding ground for people just trying, basically just practicing how to best do that. And even if they're not doing a great job, the sheer mass of them will collectively, accidentally eventually just make the perfect totem of the people that they're angry at. And then everyone shouts mm -hmm. at that totem and it gets the most up points because it's the perfect level of like wrong according to them, but also like infuriating and condescending or whatever. Like it's like all the right notes to make them the right level of mad, but also feel righteous for yelling about it or so on. And like those kinds of communities just breed those like falsehoods in themselves and it's like that's essentially what they're for at this point and it's infuriating uh yeah. like people still well, make thumbnails for videos that feature like big red like that one that one random lady that someone found in the street once that has like glasses oh, and red hair and looks, un and looks unhappy that's what people call her that's not her name like oh. she's not an activist She's not a celebrity or a YouTuber. She's one she's person that showed up in one video once and she's still used in thumbnails to be like the evil SJW because she's a totem now. She's just like the perfectly yeah. crafted like thing that makes that particular group of people angry and incensed. So you put it in your thumbnail to get people to click on it and so on. And you give her googly eyes and a popped out vein and, and, like, and like stupid exaggerations. And it's just like... Uh. I think... I, I feel like I don't even know who you're talking about, but if you showed me i'd probably know who you're talking about yeah is let me it's just a quick go oh yeah googling big red doesn't show her i know who she is though uh or rather oh i do i did find a picture i know who you're referring to uh, i think the um the algorithmic oh the, okay yeah i know who you're talking about i just didn't know that was i didn't know she had a name yeah, the, the fact the that everyone, know, everyone knows who she is, even though sh you don't know who Nobody she knows. is. Because who the <laughs> yeah, fuck I, is I she? That's, yeah. Cause, it's cause somebody like, I, I, I don't even care enough to know the name of because it's so it's like such an irrelevant person in my life. <laughs> like, uh, the, I think the algorithmic driven machine of making these totems, though, I think it's not necessarily... I don't know if it's because of the algorithm or because of the it's not even I'm not just talking about algorithms like on YouTube I'm talking about the fact that the most upvoted stuff gets brought to the fore. I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue is the 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 motivations behind like the money motivations behind um 
the people who ha who have channels on YouTube, like for example, um, on, on this particular subject, because the better totem they have, the more money they get, and so it's okay to have a, a totem, whatever it is for. The problem is the the way it's used is perverse. It's it's for money, so it, they they just they don't do it on a moral issue or moral uh, front. Because I mean, if you're trying to mostly have mostly everything's done for money. Like, yeah, no exactly, exactly. Altru altruism is not profitable, and profit's the only way things can exist. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is like the issue may may not be, or or rather, what I'm trying to say is I'm trying sort of to salvage the notion of of uh, upvotes. Because the thing, like I think I've seen people come to the conclusion that it's just it's very easy to just conclude. Okay, well millions of flies like shit so th that's what's going on here the the thing that most people like is shit um and and so it's very easy to be very nihilistic about this but i don't think i don't think the problem is what people like i think it's what they're driven to like and they're driven to like stuff that is profitable and that's why it's shit stuff that's profitable is shit let's let's put it like that because <laughs> it is that's the thing because if it were good then it, it wouldn't give a profit because it's, it's that's Stealing, you jerks. That's that's too, that nobody got got that. Maybe. I mean, I get the. I think I get the notion, but I don't. Uh, yeah, again, like I don't really think. Uh, what's what I'm? What am I trying to say? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not. Yeah, uh, I'm not asking I, for you to agree. I'm just sort of like musing. No, I'm. On I'm it. trying to think. Like in my head, I. I think the way I process it is people sometimes just like to be a part of something so they will mm. agree even if they don't really agree or care or like I, I feel like there's a lot more people that are apathetic to everything going on than there are people who actually care about stuff but if they mm -hmm. see enough of a, a, a train moving then they want to like well I don't want to be left behind maybe I should like jump on this train and go with them and but if you like push them on it, they're like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Like that. Yeah, there's just, a lot of that. They'll, yeah, they'll immediately yeah. like bounce off. But you can find people that you push back, and they will just go harder. They will buckle down and like put on their, you know, put on their stupid iron boots from Zelda and just <laughs> stay in place forever. And they will not budge. And those are the people. Like I feel like that's the smallest minority possible for any topic. There's always like a very small minority who are passionate, and everyone else is just like yeah. apathetically following along. <laughs> and so, but it's it. I don't know. It's just like a you kind of have to just push things. You just have to make positive things more popular. And well, but the, that's the problem, to... though. Is the these totems that we're talking about? These things that these trains that they see that people see. These are what like uh, we're making fun of them, uh, or of these specific ones that we are talking about. But they're good arguments, or rather, not, they're not good arguments, or not necessarily. But they're um, they're convincing, is what I mean to say. Like people don't people who subscribe to toxic ideas because they saw it on Reddit and they didn't think about it for a second and just oh yeah sure that makes sense like and and then get driven into cult like rabbit holes where they just end up giving their money for some whatever. Uh, th those people, they're in a way they're victims themselves. Because the, the machine is made for, the, when I say the machine, is whatever platform they're in, 
it it's it's made for that process. It, it it's th that's that pipeline of of somebody who doesn't care and doesn't think too hard sees the totem that is very convincing because obviously it is otherwise it wouldn't be the totem uh and they just oh that makes sense i'll watch this three-hour podcast about somebody saying that you shouldn't i'm not gonna say trigger words otherwise youtube is gonna remove the video again <laughs> but <laughs> oh right that yeah, happened last but, time. <laughs> that's it yeah what i'm saying is like these people are also victims a lot of the time but it gets like they're used to not thinking at least about certain things, about certain aspects of their way of thinking. They're used to not being critically uh, thinking challenged. critically about certain aspects. Yeah, critically challenged. Thank you. Uh, and and getting them out of that rut can be very difficult, especially because I, I use the word cult, but on on it's the the tribalism, not just on YouTube, on any on any uh, social platform. The tribalism is very strong and it creates a, a sense of identity. So, you know, we become who, who, we, who we believe that we are. And if you say that I am bad or or rather, if you say that what I think is bad, you're actively saying that I am bad. And it's very difficult for people even like I think that's just a normal thing that humans do. It's just like that's not even unique to the Internet. It's just people are who they think they are and who the, and the things they think. And if, if like, what are you saying? My sport is full of, like, the sport I watch is full of, uh, of, um, doping and it's all a lie and it's all basically made up anyway. No, it's not. Shut up. You're bad. You must be a communist or something. <laughs> Always communist. <laughs> I was, I was thinking of, of, uh, what's that sport that the U.S. has? I love, I love the idea. I love the idea that everything that's ball. wrong in the world is ski what? Ski ball. I meant the one where they punch each other a lot. Football? MMA? MMA, thank you, yes. Oh. The one where someone's oh, yeah, leg disintegrates every other week. <laughs> God, I, I don't know. It sounds like, it sounds like the, the, the VAT system in like over in like a... <laughs> Fallout, where you just like target the leg and melee and yeah. just like crunch I mean, the that, leg that's in the half. Last, that's the last news thing I heard about it was that somebody's leg like disintegrated like his shin, <laughs> and it's like and and it was like the the story specifically said that, that that's exactly what happened to the person who fought him last. So it's like a chain of people losing their shins, and I'm like, I hate I hate this. I hate this whole thought. Oh yeah, that comp. I don't know if it's because there's a specific company that that I think is the most famous one that makes the most famous league. I don't remember. WWF. Is it the one? WWF is a wrestling uh, yeah. league, whereas yeah, MMA that's... is not. Uh, MMA oh, is then... real. Uh, MMA wrestling is the... is... Oh, no, I was yeah. talking about wrestling. That's the one. Thank you. The one oh, that was like wrestling. WWE yeah. and WCW. That's the one. Not the... Yeah. I probably know exactly. old ones that aren't doing anymore. Uh, no, it's <laughs> so it's WWF because WWE is the uh, World Wildlife. Uh, uh, no, sorry, it's WWE, not WWF, because WWF is World Wildlife uh, Foundation, and they had to change oh, okay. the name because oh. it was a trademark. That's dispute why I know WWF because I, I think cause I people are getting annoyed. Yeah. You know, th they're trying to like, I hey, can you donate the... to WWF? And it's like, isn't that wrestling? I'm not donating to wrestling. It's like, <laughs> no, the the Wildlife Foundation. Could you do that? <laughs> I think I had a wrestling game on the 64 that was like WCW versus NWO, and I just always played as the Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> which i don't know if he was a real wrestler 
I don't I don't well, think that's well, a real wrestler. I don't know. There's probably been a wrestler that dressed like a ninja. They're weird like that. There's so many of them. One of them uh, pretended yes. to be a dead guy for like 20 years. The Undertaker? Wrestling's weird. The Undertaker was my, my first introduction to wrestling. And I was like, this is unlike anything I've ever seen in my entire life. And I was like 14. I didn't, I didn't can't say I liked it, but I, again, I, I never watched it. So I, I, I was really confused because I remember specifically watching wrestling when I was younger and going like, oh, is this like, is this not real? Like this seems cartoonish. Like you can't hit people with chairs. Wouldn't that kill them? And I remember <laughs> specifically being told like, no, this is real. I was like, I, I don't believe right? you. It cannot be real. Like there's no way this is like this, this dude's jumping off like a 20 foot building and body slamming another guy like no this ha this has to be like some kind of fake th to this and then when it was like yeah it's res it's wrestling of course it's fake it's like when did that become a thing like everybody agrees <laughs> it's fake now when the hell that happened <laughs> nobody warned me <laughs> yeah i was like what so i so i was i wasn't crazy this is like cartoonishly silly okay yeah it's fine just like i don't, I don't know normally <laughs> ever give a shit about wrestling at all but then like Someone like Super Eye Patch Wolf will make a video about wrestling and then it's like weirdly compelling because they just seem really invested and that's like infectious. Although in his case, I think he jumped the he might have jumped the shark for me a bit because he just made a video about a weird he made a really bizarre Space Jam 2 fan fiction video essentially where he did the entire thing in this with the same level of sincerity in his voice and now I think like the illusion's broken that he ever means it yeah. because mm. he sounded exactly as invested in that video as he does about all the things Oof. he talks about on the channel and I'm like wait so you just you just, this just you just put this on I see Oh no but yeah it might break it actually kind of like me. Yeah, oh, no. I really, but, I watched that video and I actually despised it. It was like, wait, is he just like straight facing this? Wait, he can just straight yeah. face this? Wait, but like, yeah. you guys oh, do wait. realize, you, you do realize that that's not a rational, I mean, I'm not dismissing your reaction, but it's not rational though. Like every line that they record, it's always putting on a face because it's, it's pre-written, right? But no, you know there's that. like a, there was, there's a different level of sincerity just, in the way that he just talks. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but they just didn't make the sort of the executive decision to, you know, not play it straight, which they probably should. But uh, I'm not, so I'm oh, not he's, dismissing. He's not I think just you're right. playing. He's not just playing it straight. It's that he specifically mm -hmm. has a talent for having inflections in his voice that that convey emotion on like a on like a yeah. deeper level that seems oh, like see, really sincere. That seems real. And yeah. since he's talking about stuff he's really passionate about, you just believe it because it's like, yeah, it's just mm -hmm. what he sounds like when he talks about things he's passionate about. But I then he talk but then he says he's talking about his dumbass fan fiction about where like we're like fucking uh, Michael Jordan is a lover with Bugs Bunny and like what, what what's wrong dear you have that dream again and so on like this bizarre shit is happening and it sounds exactly <laughs> like all of the other videos on his channel and I'm like yeah. oh no he just philosophy tube he's I just think a voice a actor that fakes it the whole time and like like way more than I thought you could philosophy tube I think has a video where she goes on about I think I don't know if it's about suicide or it's about something less tragic than that but it's something uh, the the um, per personal the ast what not astronomer it? the uh, it would be the astronaut yeah but i don't think yeah. it's that one it might be i mean those are the ones it, it, about personal struggles with suicide and so on yeah yeah, that, a word yeah i think for it, it. it's it's a moment the word oh it's There's like for the for, series 
Yeah, it's a word. It's not. It's not. A, it's not an astronaut. It's like a similar word. <laughs> oh yeah, cosmonaut. Cosmonaut. It's the cosmonaut trilogy, yes. which ended with the exactly the final episode. I think the final episode of the cosmonaut trilogy was just the video of coming out as trans. I think was supposed to be part of that. I think so. Yeah, I didn't quite get the branding. I only I only understood it after the fact. I just watched the videos and and well, I watched the videos. But uh, but there's one part where she goes on about something very dear and close to her heart and it's uh it, like it's emotional and it's specific and then immediately she takes she lifts the the veil and it's like this is my fourth take on this uh and because i think the the the, the, uh, the video is about i think the video is about the masks that people i don't know i don't think it is the suicide video i think it's about the masks that people wear and so it, it's used as an effect but yeah, I think if you like, if uh, anybody that pre-writes probably, content, you're, you're talking about the one where, where they're uh, in an interrogation chamber with two other copies of themselves. But those two, oh yeah, that's the one. Those two interrogators are named after Lindsay Ellis and Shannon Strucci because they're the two. I don't other remember people. the name, but I, I think yeah, I think they're named the Ellis and Strucci because they're the two people because they're named after the two. Uh, the two other video essayists that have done videos about parasocial relationships because yeah. that's a parasocial relationship video. Yeah, that's. I think that's the one. Yeah, it's that's such a good video. But that was there was one moment where I. I mean, it's just inevitable. If you have videos on YouTube that are that seem like they are pre-written, that are not. Well, that are not like the way we're talking right now because we have a lot of pauses yeah. and a lot of uhs. <laughs> it's all acting, and it doesn't mean that it's the, the yeah, point it's called, in that video. For the audience, it's called YouTube art or reality. Oh yeah, that's exactly yeah. But the thing is, the point I think she makes is that it's not about, uh, it's not about, it, like, it doesn't, just because it is acting, it doesn't mean that it's not real. Just the same way, like, if I write you a letter, and the re- the letter is very emotive, it, it doesn't mean that it's not real, even though I, I wrote it in a way that was meant to convey emotion, because I, com- I can be feeling devastated or very happy or whatever emotion I may f- be feeling, and I write something shit that doesn't convey what I'm feeling, and, yeah. it, you know, you know what I mean? So... The, the, there's a there's the an artifice decisions. there's an artifice to philosophy to videos because they're specifically like shot and staged and scripted in a way that feels like watching a movie or something where you expect it's like oh this is a performance whereas like mm-hmm. somebody like uh when somebody like uh super eye patch wolf is just doing voiceover about like the nerdy things they like and whatnot you kind of take it to be a more authentic thing and that's kind of what the, one of the core appeals of youtube is and one of the core uh, struggles of that is, of course, the fact that it's almost always less authentic than you think it is. Because that's what it is. Like, like when you have all these fucking weird, like, like child explo- exploitation family vloggers or, like, beauty vloggers and so on that, that pretend they yeah. are so emotional about these things and so on. And, yeah, they'll, they'll do, like, 17 takes about how to frame that video just right that makes them seem really sympathetic and so on because they're manipulating their audience on purpose with their content and mm-hmm. so on like a lot yeah. of you a lot of youtubers specifically zero in on this and figure out how to exploit it and that's not what i'm saying uh super ipod wolf Which, does at least not in like a nefarious way but it definitely yeah, is I'm, like it fucks like it you feels up like it when is the sincer- <laughs> when, when you it fucks you up when they can maintain the same level of sincerity in their voice for half an hour about the most bonkers nonsense that they were definitely <laughs> being facetious about the whole time. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah. I think the spell might be broken. I, I think my, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, like I, I left a comment on the video, which was like, why does this feel like the season, the series finale of uh, super eye patch wolf? 
<laughs> it it does i don't know it is it is a really it's fine nobody sees my comments because i marked a spam <laughs> what are you yeah every time i leave a comment on somebody's channel it, it's it's like hidden as far as i can tell Not it just seems like it when somebody has a decent amount of following it seems like they get some kind of like oh preferred treatment and they get like sort of like shot ahead of the audience and they're weirdly exposed and whatnot and like people interact with them be... and so on you need to be right there when there's like one video, one view, and then you comment immediately. You're just guessing what's gonna happen because it's a numbers game, man. YouTube comments are a numbers game. You need yeah. to guess without seeing the video. You need to guess what is this gonna be about, and immediately come up with a witty comment, and then you write it. And we're then to, if it's good, the... yeah. <laughs> Ultra fire! You gotta get the exact totem comment. Uh, now we're down exactly. to like the last half an hour. Did you want to talk about what happened last time? The previous episode on your channel. Oh, yeah. So, I, I, was it the previous one, or was it the one before? It might be the one before. Uh, I, can, I can tell. Let me open the, the folder here. It's probably the one before? I think yeah, it I think, was, I think it was the... Yeah, I think it was the easy mode debate, because I think that's the one where we oh, right. had current, we exactly. had a bird on board. Yeah, And mm -hmm. I think we complained about insane uh, quarantine I, practice people that yeah. infuriating I was and talking it might about... have led to it getting taken down for like was it medical misinformation misinformation yeah they uh they gave my channel a strike for um for uh spreading misinformation regarding the pandemic and Which they I don't put the video down did either <laughs> i the i specifically talked i don't know if they I don't know. I don't. They didn't say when it was in the video that I did that, but I, I remember specifically talking about uh, the vaccination and about. I, I said what people were talking about that are, was bollocks and bad, and, and I obviously I was you know knocking you, it down. So you but said I, I, that you said the for you said something as an example of what people yeah. say to specifically counter it and the fucking algorithm is so brain dead dumb that they're like medical information channel down but steven crowder gets to keep his stuff yes exactly exactly and then i uh this and the thing happened like uh, or uh, the the strike happened like less than a day after the video went up and uh, i i immediately appealed it and i said i'm doing precisely the opposite um and then I think it was like 16 hours or something until they manually reviewed it and reinstated it and took the strike out. But yeah, this, uh, it's, I mean, the pro, the, the thing is, it's all nice and all that they, they did the manual review and it's, it'd be, for, it'd be sure fucking nice if they could manually review it before they give your channel a strike. Yeah. Like above but, all, yeah, like a video sounds... going down is whatever, but a channel strike is genuinely yeah. fucked up because it's like three strikes and they delete your channel essentially and it's yeah, like yeah every channel strike on all of youtube should be manually reviewed this is a really really basic expectation and, and it I, doesn't work that way and it's baffling if you want to have other executive choices that are automated then that's like fine it's frustrating but whatever but the fuck if you're gonna have a three strike system where a channel can go down you better fucking manually review every strike you're ever putting out that's insane i, I agree with you and i definitely do agree with you but for if if youtube if we were having a conversation with youtube and they made the argument but we want to maximize profit so we're not doing that 
I would be I would be okay with that as long as they actually enforce their rules to everybody the same because obviously they don't. You mentioned Steven Crowder and it's no, like would it so have, blatant. Would it have they just would it have flagged your channel if you had put it up uh not published it but had like uploaded it and did cuz like there's supposed to be a check system before you publish mm -hmm. it will like check to make sure that nothing about your video is going to get it flagged. It's literally the and same then, video that I uploaded. Also that, and you yeah. Did, yeah. <laughs> with no consequences. <laughs> Only his one gave him a channel strike. And it's That's not even weird. edited differently or with it's different sounds. No, 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 it's, a, it's, it's the, the same, same file. file. I send them, because yes. I, I edited it and send it to everybody. It's the yeah, same I, podcast, I guess, and yours was guess, like, maybe your channel should not exist anymore, Stakes. And mine was a normal video that I never thought about again. <laughs> I guess what yeah. we're learning is the, the bigger your audience, the less scrutiny... Uh, your your yeah for your sure yeah I got that big YouTuber <laughs> and dick so, <laughs> and so like eventually I that's that, I'm, I'm assuming that's the problem with but that's you know that's like a huge conspiracy issue, theorists or like crazy people huge shouting problem. off nonsense is like no, yeah if, the, if if big channels are allowed to just keep operating without yeah. scrutiny until someone like shines the light on it nobody then... is though because YouTube is vested in having the big channels uh, they're the most profitable per view. Not not like from an infrastructural perspective, but also they're the 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 ones that drive the, the people into the the site. So like for YouTube and for Twitch is the same. It's like the the bigger channels are the bread and butter. They're, they're they they coddle to them left and right. And it, obviously that's even big a, a bigger issue for like corporations like CNN and MSNBC and stuff like that because those are they're, they're the kings of YouTube. YouTube yeah. will bend over backwards for them, but. And it's all because of the money. It's the, 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 I think and with the, with the asymmetrical implementation too, between the two of us, it also raises the question of whether it's just the algorithm being spotty and inconsistent, or if you were like the victim of some sort of like sad coward baby that tried to flag your, your content. Cause they were really, had their feelings yeah. hard about what the things you said. <laughs> it might've been that, uh, I know there were no down likes on the video. As far as I remember, at least not at the they time. They went straight for the, the neck. <laughs> they were, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And all of us so have had channel I, strikes. Yeah. Back at, uh, that was my first time. Yeah, because <laughs> you, Andrew, had his visual novels, uh, and technically, I've never had a channel strike on my channel. But I had a channel strike back when uh, I considered Sad Games my my main channel, which was uh, the fucking Smash a Seal guy throwing oh, copyright God. strikes I, at us because we dared cover his game and so on and he was obviously I only taking, going that. after people that had negative opinions of his sad stupid baby game that was trash uh <laughs> what an embarrassing <laughs> blemish on wow. his resume for the rest of his life to have that be a thing he made on purpose and the fact that he did that in reaction to anyone not liking it but and people saying well, that he did it because that's the, the cringe well, like that's what happened what recently to uh uh to jim sterling is that mm -hmm. uh they covered this one developer's games like once a year or something or like just over a huge span of time. So they had like... No, they've been doing it for a while. It's like, yeah. I, th like I, I think, remember I think seeing the, videos about it. I think they had like five or six different games made by this just really shitty developer on that gets their games on Sony platforms somehow. And like they're so always funny. like asset flip, weird trash looking games that just are incomplete, but also never could have been good to begin with. And like were clearly just... Just these weird aborted games that somehow get sold for money on stores and you're just confused what's going on like that one black tiger game that, that has a lot of dislikes on their 
trailer channel where you're just like, what is this? Who's the sport? Life of Black Tiger is better than the videos. No, but that, that, that we're yeah, but about. that's that, that game's a similar like wh- what's going on? How it's pretty this, bad, yeah. How did this get published? Are you, are you claiming Trailer Park King isn't the best game ever made? <laughs> I think Trailer Park King is better I, than the videos God, never, of the game I that never, we're talking about. I mean, probably, actually. But, the uh, the, but the those games were so... They're so bad, and they're co- but but like Jim would cover various games, and they covered those games, mm-hmm. and so on. And there was... Uh, I, they made a video about it, how the fact, the fact that like that developer had like a targeted strike against their channel, where they... they not only did they try to uh, do the copyright strike, not a, not a claim, just as though people are, are, cl- are clear, like a claim can get a video blocked or it can like take the monetization away from the video and steal it and so on. Like claims are happen all the time. But a strike is when you're like, I'm going to vindictively attack the channel for this video, essentially. And, th- mm-hmm. and it's like and like they they not only did they put strikes out for the games that Jim had covered over the course of years by that developer. They they uh they specifically did one strike per day, so they would register as separate uh, strikes against the channel. So there was a calculated attempt to take down the channel by getting the three strikes over the course of three days, and they had to like pull strings and figure out how to like coordinate with people to make sure that this wasn't going to go through and so on. Because like they have like a they're like big enough on YouTube that they have like an agent or some shit that they have a, a contact with. But it's like that was just straight up weaponizing youtube's system to mm-hmm. just go after somebody and like this is just a thing that happens they could that could just happen and like what the yeah. fuck like how <laughs> and yeah you, like, the, the, you know, there's all these infamous examples you see online of like yeah this one this one guy shout out to this guy everyone signal boost this on twitter because like this guy's youtube channel just vanished today and they don't know what to do about it like this just happens periodically and it's fucking terrifying and it's like how the fucker strikes not manually reviewed especially the third one i yeah the, like uh, the only yeah, solace I mean, is just the, the go ahead sorry no, uh, i was gonna say it's just it, obviously it's the cost value like you're paying mm-hmm. you're you're paying a lot of money to have someone what check that like hundreds and hundreds of garbage is allowed to be on a website that just doesn't doesn't is isn't made for you like this, yeah. YouTube isn't it. It doesn't exist as a repository for people to just upload whatever videos they want to. Like it's it's supposed to be a very specific thing. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, you're yeah. you're absolutely nailing the head on the nail. But <laughs> I mean, I don't know because it, it, it like if you think about it. Like this is manually reviewing things is a pretty easy job to outsource. Like, how hard would it be and to ask it. people to they like? They do outsource. That's well, that's also not well, yeah, necessarily but a I'm good saying, thing. Like, but you could you could easily mass yeah. outsource this. Uh, but of course, you're not. There's no. There's clearly no value in doing so. Like, you know, the content that is okay to keep, uh, which is the people that you know, like reputable sources. And then every everything else is like, eh, eh whatever. Like, oh, we lost the channel to hundred thousand subscribers. Eh, whatever. The people that watch that channel aren't going away. They're not going to stop exactly. going to YouTube. They're going to just go somewhere else. You know, it's like it. It's like Reddit. When you bust down a Reddit, it's like, yeah, we did it. We kicked out that Reddit from existing. It's like, okay, well, you just like, kind of shook the trash can, and all the rats went running to the next trash can. Like they're not. Yeah. They didn't leave. They're just, you know, they're still on the site. They're still in the city. The rats didn't leave the city. They're just going to a different trash can now. Like, and so there's no there's there's no incentive to to like make sure every dumpster is clean and proper 
and you know like well taken care of and gets emptied out on its time because whatever if if one overflows and it just sits there well, fine and if I one gets say, like thrown into the and thrown into a furnace it's like oh, okay well <laughs> oh well i will say that the, i do get some solace from the fact that jim sterling did get the uh the strikes re uh, retracted in the last one specifically uh, was like YouTube intervened and YouTube said this this person uh, issued a, a, a copyright claim, but we think it's it's uh, fraudulent, and so YouTube did, never really took out Jim Sterling's uh, channel, and and for in my case, even though they did took take out the video, and fortunately it was just the first strike, so it, it the the strike itself didn't have any consequence, uh, but it was redacted, but or removed, retracted is the word I believe. Um, and in my case, they also manually reviewed it and agreed with me that it was not a correct uh, strike or a correct issue of copyright. Not copyright. It was a guide, community guideline infra infra infraction. So there's there's a little bit of solace there. There's there's still at least it's not like the nightmare tales of well that's a channel gone forever. Nobody ever replies to my email. It's always saying that it's a machine or it's just some machine reply or something. Because that's the nightmare situation. Fucking terrifying though. You can just yeah. be like, yeah. hey, I just complained about how a dumb thing people are doing. And they're like, you're that thing? Out. Strike. <laughs> Get off our platform. I'm like, what? That's, I think, that's, that's how, the biggest problem. I, that's how dumb the, it, the AI is? Jesus. I'm more alarmed that they didn't take away that person's ability to do copyright strikes. Like, it's it's alarming that they would say, oh, yeah, that's that's bad. You're like, obviously, these are false like claims. It doesn't matter. But you didn't, like sit down and go maybe this person shouldn't be allowed to make copyright claims i don't think like, that's legal though i think you uh, can definitely if you if you abuse a system you lose the access to that system like if are, you, are you sure? like like patent trolls can lose like can no longer be allowed to submit they just lose patent, standing they can like, submit yeah you i've just actually dismissed them right like no, I think, I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty sure happen. if you if you create enough false uh false lawsuits, you can be barred from like you can be start fined. I've heard of an example lawsuits. of this oh. recently. Uh, I think it was a legal eagle video. That mm -hmm. yeah, oh yeah yeah they have a video called frivolous lawsuits from a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, wh whoever the fuck was an example in one of those was so they had so many frivolous lawsuits that they literally got barred from. Like, like that. There's basically like an entire review process that has to happen before any of their lawsuits ever actually take hold again and are taken seriously. But they can submit. Like, is what I meant to say. Yeah, like they, they, well, can still, still they can still they can still submit. But like, there's an they're entire process in, in place to stop him from actually reaching a court ever again because yeah. there's yeah, I, it's like it's like when you sad little they put piss a, baby rolling around screaming at everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you put a sign on like a store and it says "Do not serve this customer." And like every, <laughs> now every time you know, like someone looks at that person and goes. Hey, you kind of look familiar to that person. Are you are you supposed to be here? Like, why didn't YouTube do that? Why didn't they say like, okay, this is fraudulent, but also now this per every claim this person makes has to go through a system because we all know that YouTube won't check, and so those those, those claims won't ever get checked. It'll just be a robot that says like, nah, nah, like, <laughs> I, and so like it, it. That's what's concerning to me is that you just continue to allow the behavior you say like oh yeah we we made sure that guy didn't get his uh, channel removed okay moving on now it's like what about the what about the guy with the the, the gun the guy with this shooting the gun <laughs> could we stop that guy and it's like nah he's he's in his right to do that it's like what <laughs> it's okay yeah. 
He, he, and, it, and that is a terms of use. You, you're not you're not allowed to weaponize the copyright yeah, like system. Against the law. That's yeah. That's like so. Like thing is, again, it, this is like be, it's it's impressive that you would not decide to solve or not not even to solve. Like you would not at least say something about like this person can't. You know, like yeah, make it so they have to go through a checking process before they can submit claims from now on or whatever. But like the idea that you let this person just walk away from abusing a system to just go back and abuse it again for a smaller channel now like oh yeah that, that guy was too big that was a fish that was too hard to kill but we can go and do that to like a guy with 50 subscribers now and he can't do anything about it i think but like i like to think that maybe if if that happens and people appeal maybe youtube will already have like the backlogging look oh they did that to jim sterling so that's what they, what's going on i, I mean if I the system can't, works i can't fathom that they do it just <laughs> Maybe they don't. I, I Maybe don't know. It's just, it's just send somebody off in, the, in, a, in an offshore. I, they can't even. They can't even tell the difference between like fake copyright claims, where like people literally copyright a song, like Beethoven Symphony, and it's not being copywritten by the the estate of Beethoven. It's being copywritten by some like some random dude in the middle of Kentucky who's like, yeah, I did a cover of that song. It's my song. That's what that's the that yeah. stuff can be ambiguous, but there's other people that that fucking cover it like white noise, and then it then yeah, it starts striking yeah. anybody that like has any white like not even the right white noise. It's just like this seems similar, and the AI bots like that's that checks out. the uh, The complicated thing about classical music, as far as I understand, is that the the music itself is in the public domain and you're able to use it, but you need to find a recording that's also in the public domain because there are recordings of it. That are copyright yeah, by the person who did that recording, but that's, and that's the also yeah. public domain. If you play, if you play a song, and if you if you cover it properly, you sound exactly the same as the original one. Yeah, like how, with YouTube can tell apart. I mean, YouTube well, can, because, but, but again, this is a, like this is also a, this is a limitation of a machine. Like a machine yeah. doesn't do nuance. A machine does like ones and zeros, and if it matches, it matches. It's not going to sit there and be like, well, actually, I can tell that the keys were pressed a little bit harder on the original Beethoven symphony. Clearly, <laughs> it's not the same one. Like, it doesn't know. It's just sitting there like, yes, it made same vocal cords at same pitch at same volume. Looks good to me, boss. And like moves on with its life. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I don't I don't know. It just I, I mean, at the end of the day, that's kind of that just shows the, you know, that shows the lack of care. Because if you're going to throw a bot at something, it's usually because you don't you don't want to invest time into doing this properly. You just want to get it done quickly. What and they should do is they should have the mechanisms for creating the videos. Uh, like, because obviously with the systems that we have right now, we just upload a video. We have the same page for everybody. It's the same exact process for everything. And obviously they have the work cut out for them if they're going to want to detect a copyright infringement on a movie or a soundtrack that nobody that, that that people shouldn't be using it, or a cover, and it's all the same system. It's just a matter of of uh, creating the systems, the 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 sort of creator facing systems that the, in a way that allows us to tell YouTube what we're doing when we make a like if YouTube were customer or not customer creator focused, they would have a, a, an upload system for Let's Players. They would have an upload system for music for cover channels because even like the basic fundamental channel features are not the same they just like Frankenstein i would love... all of it together yeah, yeah. i love There's my all... channel to just have yeah. the first episododes but maybe a a, 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 a play, uh, like a music cover channel like, is I think not every at all random... like that they want 
I think yeah. every random weird channel that just like I'm gonna stream today is like, oh yeah, what game is it? <laughs> yeah, because like it's just an everybody I mean, mashed together channel platform. Well, I I would I would imagine that there's it, the best way to do this would be through categories. Like I thought that you know you would think that's the purpose of categories is that you say this is gaming content and it goes, okay, so gaming content is very different from a cooking show. There's different <laughs> things going on. There's like you know you're playing a game that's copyright owned or whatever we had this topic in a previous episode like do you do you have the permission to do this and if not like is it fair use or like you know there's like different avenues you would go down versus like entertainment okay is this like is, did you make this yourself does it have any kind of like clips or anything from you know like say you're doing a, a like jimmy fallon show or whatever the hell those yeah, cartoonish like, people do and they have like silly clips and you imagine to it, it's if, like, if instead of being auto flagged for stuff when you're in the upload process for a video you could be, and they flag like ah this features content from rooster teeth in it if it was like and here's a button to request permission to use this video and like you could actually just clear like clear the whole thing out exactly. instead of having like a strike happen or whatever the fuck it's like yeah. oh yeah, we, yeah. We, will, we will allow this like criticism video to come out i'm still thinking about the ruby video apparently <laughs> It'll bring Ruby, to your attention. The Ruby video Sorry. is a criticism of another YouTube channel's content, and it features all these parts where he like makes the screen spin or something because he's trying to get past content ID, trying to block the criticism video because <laughs> yeah. fair use might exist as a concept, but you can't actually like tell YouTube that most of the time. Yeah, the, uh, like, and I'll bring bring to your attention. Viewers might not be fully aware of this. It was a bit of a. People did talk about it at the time, but do you remember when YouTube started categorizing some channels as for children? Like, because yeah. of the... Yeah. Yeah, so it was a big thing because there was a, a, law, a lawsuit and they basically lost. You lost, lost monetization it. and your comment section. But did you see how they did it? Because they took it so seriously, because of course they had to. They made you choose. Like, every channel has to say you are made for children or you're not. And even in, when you upload the video, there's, there's a, a, a legally binding option there where you say this video is made for children. And if you tick it, then your video subje is subjected to the rules of the made for children YouTube. And if you don't, then you're legally bound to that statement so they take it so yeah. seriously when that comes to that but everything else they just don't care because you know well i mean we one do of have... those things had a had a very big congressional like all right you fuck <laughs> up again and we're gonna what? tear it all oh, down yeah, youtube like, was doing something right. illegal for like 20 years <laughs> yeah. that they knew for was illegal the whole time and they just mm -hmm. we'll just get away with it no one understands technology enough to get mad at us and then like if, you, someone if you're making, figured out how technology worked enough, it's like uh oh <laughs> If you're they making get away money, someone's though. gonna someone's gonna figure out how to get mad. Yeah, eventually they like, get away the, the free at the end. Will come. They basically uh, they well sort of. They, I mean, they got a, they got away in the sense they didn't have to like pay reparations to even if they children. did have to pay. Like, they built a huge platform. They built a culture. YouTube is a freaking culture. A whole generation was built on YouTube. <laughs> we like we know well, it for sure. Firsthand. But I mean, the 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 victims here it aren't getting. You know, they're not getting any kind of compensation for their, uh, I guess, advertisement to or data harvesting yeah. from is, I guess, we the all problem. Lose. And yeah, but even even yeah, those so of us not children, it's just like the the. I think the problem. Well, we. Honest, I mean, adult, adults make a conscious decision every day to do uh, incredibly stupid stuff with privacy. Yeah. Like we, children can't even begin to comprehend the the, the even notion of privacy. But, they don't even know what the concept the issue, means. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think that's the issue. So, it's like, it's just the world is worse off because children are not advertised to. And this applies to YouTube, yeah. but it applies to anybody else. I mean, you could cut out the middleman. The world is worse off because children. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's they not get the a... middleman. That's the last part of the sentence. <laughs> you cut it out. Cut out the last part of the sentence. But yeah, it's. I mean, advertisement is always going to be the, the thing that ruins everything until you, fix it. But. Yeah, know. it's just so. It's such a shame that it's such a fundamental aspect of capitalism, isn't it? Hmm. There's just a lot of leave the kids uh, out of things that would be wise if it happened, and it usually doesn't. Yeah. Like the, uh, was it, that, yeah. there's a, a family vlogging channel on YouTube that's famous right now, infamous right now for killing a dog. For, for, uh, I'm sorry, for what? They killed what? the dog oh, wait, on how camera? Because their, how do their you dog, Google that? it's like their dog bit YouTube their kid, so they euthanized it, and then for some reason that was a great idea to make a video about that. Uh, and so everyone's very mad at them for their for killing their dog, oh. but additional distressing well, but stuff is that they they like they were gonna adopt babies and they they, they the, the the country that they wanted to adopt the baby from uh, wasn't going to yeah, let them do it because uh, specifically because the they had, they had a rule where you couldn't uh, you couldn't share them on YouTube and social media or anything like that for like a year and the adoption is not finalized until after an entire year and it's like it's 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 basically a defense against people like hi like hiring vanity babies for production essentially oh. which is and and because this this couple backed off of that it was clear that's exactly what they were doing they were buying oh, no. a, they were buying a fucking baby from another country as like a fucking accessory for their because it's profitable for their fucking Fuck, youtube you know. enterprise of of profiting off of their family vlogging it's the whole, Wait, that, whole killed... that entire genre is super gross but these people are distressing did they kill their dog for no reason then or was the dog sick no, they they had no, a baby, no, they... the, and the dog bit their baby, so they killed the dog. It's a oh, separate right. issue. Okay, and they were also trying yeah. to adopt a baby from another country, clearly as like for the aesthetic of looking like, look at our rainbow family. Like, let's get like we got eth ethnic children that we adopted. We're like <laughs> Angelina Jolie or whoever the fuck. The ethnic children, because because yeah, it's, cause it's just Jolie it's just it, like they wanted just for clicks. They were gonna get this baby just for clicks, as shown by the fact that the the moment that they were told that you can't put them on social media for a year they backed out of doing it it's like it wasn't because they cared about the baby and wanted to give it a good life it's because they wanted the clicks they wanted to monetize that subscribes. baby like, like where all these things meet children is creepy on all sides like one of the most profitable <laughs> what, fucking what? enterprises in all of like social media right now is some kid that opens surprise eggs and he's got like a youtube channel but he's also got like multiple is he cartoons. still going I've seen that like know. a year yeah. ago. Like he, I mean, eventually he's gonna get old, right? <laughs> but like, yeah, he's got like. <laughs> eventually he's gonna get old. You know, he's got you, like. You, I, th you. I think he has two separate cartoons that are about him, like Dora the Explorer style, that for like young children and so on. And it's like the level Gross. of exploitation that's and weird bad. stuff yeah, all surrounding this bad. young child, and it's like, oh boy, that is. Well, dad. I mean, we we also know that just like you know the site's kind of uh, the internet's kind of. There's like uh, a service rampant. level. People, there's like a service level thing where people be like, "Oh, see, he just opens presents and then gets happy about it. Like, what's wrong?" And he seems to be having a good time. The people making like, money off of yeah, you. Yeah, how's that going between the takes? <laughs> How, <laughs> how's he being treated off camera? That's just fucking worrying. But it, that's like that, not even a thing yeah. though. Like, like that, uh, child like that actors, person. 
the other person I was trying to do like it, scenes with their dog or whatever, and like they like forgot to edit out the part where they beat their dog in the middle of the recording to like what? get the takes they want. Yeah, because like they didn't when edit did it that carefully enough, so they left one of the in between takes parts in, like people do sometimes. But like when fucking Noah Caldwell Gervais leaves a take in an accident, it's like oh he he mispronounced a line, then started over and said it again, and he forgot to edit that part out. But in this lady, it's like she beat her dog. <laughs> YouTube's <laughs> gross and horrible. Jesus Christ, that's such a terrible thing. Uh, yeah, You're I watching a video about somebody. Don't worry, with guys. Their dog. I just play video games. <laughs> Jeez. All these other shots yeah, yeah, are mean, terrifying. And it's... and you never even give a give a shot for the burps to edit them out. So it's not even a mistake. <laughs> it's all off. That's why I don't boy. that's why I don't edit out burps. It's because if you're willing they, to watch that crap, you can watch me burp on live television. If I edit... <laughs> All those edits, they could be hiding anything. Who knows what violence I've done on pun people in those seconds between takes. <laughs> Only your mic. See, I, I'm not a coward. I, I keep all of that in. It's all, all of my video game content shows me being violent to people. All YouTubers are bad people. Well, that's not fair. It's not just because they're narcissists and fake. It's also the like... The crimes they do. <laughs> I'm I'm having a little bit of trouble not, getting past my bias on that particular and question. Not, and they're not even cool crimes. <laughs> not that, even cool thing. crimes. Yes, not, yeah. I like the idea that's that. They're not like ah yeah take down the power structure anarchism 101 crimes. They're like violence. <laughs> oh, when you said a, cool crimes, I was thinking like robbing a bank or something. No. Not like. <laughs> Oh, you mean like you mean like extreme crimes? Yeah, I like just, extremely cool crimes. I mean, but you're like, over here just I, like no, I, mean, nah, I mean like didn't. I mean like chaotic good as opposed to lawful good. <laughs> but no, these are just like chaotic evil, I guess. Like they're just evil and Chaot illegal Cha in many yeah, cases. Cha chaotic evil sounds about right. I do you think I, I robbing would, a bank just, is chaotic? Well, it wouldn't be lawful, would it? No, it would, it's not lawful to rob a bank. It's, it's, yeah, I don't think it'll ever be lawful to rob a bank. Otherwise, I think a lot more people would do it. But what, a, the, what uh, alignment would it it's be? Like when you, it's, like when you it would be that, it's like when you had your rant or whatever bad. about like how ACAB is lawful good or something. And I'm like, you've gone somewhere I cannot follow. <laughs> just but I'm lawful, here. Just, lawful just means something and you've really f just ran right past it. <laughs> but the, my I, problem I was, with... I would, with I would think robbing a bank is like neutrally bad, like you're neutral. You're evil? stealing, uh, yeah, like neutral evil because you're stealing money from a corporate, like basically a corporation that yeah. profits off of exploiting like yeah. people's finances. It might but even be, the it money might even that be you steal, it, if, but you like the money if you don't you steal, kill anyone, it might be true neutral. Is it because like the uh, but I isn't there a risk that the money that you steal? Yeah, no, like, you're right. The it's, money it's chaotic you... neutral. It's not it's not yeah. lawfully neutral, but it's it's it might be yeah, morally it's... neutral. If it's like yeah, a real I, bad morally bank. it's neutral, but it's but it's definitely chaotic because like you I don't know I actually don't know what would happen if like a bank had all its money no, stolen. It's but insured. I imagine most of it's it is insured. insured. Yeah, but, they don't lose anything. Yeah. But, and yeah, but, like, it so, is worth that noting that alignment is mostly. Alignment is mostly internal justification, so it actually it kind That's, of depends on what your character feels about it. Let me let me grab onto that because it's absolutely what you're talking about, Keith. That's why I don't think lawful means following the law or respecting the law because it is internal. Otherwise, if it if it was about following the law, then your alignment it's changes based on the country. Someone's law. <laughs> 
if it's not yeah. following God's law, it's not law. <laughs> but the, but yeah, but like, what if if nobody? It's your. What if it's your own law? Is that chaotic? Uh, that's not. Yeah, I, I, like, I think <laughs> I, I, people will have opinions on this, and I'm not going to check the like it's the rules or whatever yeah. right now or anything. But oh, the rules I think if it's anyway. completely self-contained, then you it ceases to mean anything. If it's just your yeah, rules, that's fair. then it doesn't really mean anything. Because then, like, how how is anyone chaotic? They could just be it's their own personal code. It's just that's just how <laughs> the Joker is, man. We live in a society. Joker's lawful neutral. No, I think I think there's a like serious, ser- like seriously looking at society. There's and obviously that's one limitation of alignment systems is that you're always going to be basing yeah. uh, basing it off of a society, fictional or reality. It's it's I think why you just society, need to remember that in most contexts it only exists to be a role playing tool for the player to think about how the mm-hmm. character is being played, and so it's just yeah. helping them imagine the structure of it as opposed to being a rule set, except for when it is because of uh, uh, paladins it's less and, and less, monks. Because yeah. sometimes it's I a think, rule. I think in our society, there's a big divide between people who prioritize personal responsibility over people who prioritize systemic responsibility. And obviously, that also correlates somehow with political leanings, but not exclusively. And certainly doesn't correlate necessarily with people who think themselves to be good or people who think themselves to be not as good, because obviously nobody thinks they're bad. Because leftists and libertarians are more chaotic and conservatives and liberals are more lawful. I don't know I think I think uh I don't know like an, I think an, uh, like an anarchist might be just inherently like seen as chaotic but yeah. if you're if if you're the reason for your anarchism is because you're co- you're concerned about the systemic motives behind you know the society they and be, why there's... they might become lawful if the anarchism won <laughs> but that's the thing it, i don't think when I, it's I, not in a place then they're chaotic I, but that can't be the case man otherwise the, your alignment changes based on the country that you're in i'm just i'm chaotic evil here but i go over to the u.s i am lawful good now well that's, no only one of those if, if, even with that oh, argument yeah, being fair. true only one of those that's would fair. change only the good or those, evil yeah, is based on some kind of cosmic justice idea of what's good and evil universally that's the harder one and that's always and that's always debatable but yeah, usually absolutely. it just means don't murder people <laughs> that's the that's the hard no no it means don't murder the leader of the group murder the henchman but the leader used oh, to let that's, it go. that's that's a that's a that's specter good is <laughs> <laughs> the, the bioware oh, storytelling where you kill every henchman on the way to the leader and then there's a moral choice about whether you should kill the leader i hate it so much every time it happens but that only happens because they have trash combat. They have combat for the sake of combat. And if they just cut out all the stuff that doesn't matter, then they would have the correct amount of combat and you yeah. would make a moral choice well, every time. It's that RPGs and most and many games in general are just full of like filler yeah. combat that exists just as a matter of fact. And you're not yeah. really meant to question it because they kind of didn't. Uh, but then at the end, they're like, but we also need to have moral choices. So we'll put one in here. And it's like, oh, this seems like a right place. He's the only voiced character. He should, which should be a choice. Like, do you kill him or do you negotiate him <laughs> or what's going to happen? But like, yeah, like it makes in many in some cases you can justify it. In some cases, it's like. It makes your character just seem deranged and, in, yeah. and incoherent because you like you just murdered thirty people to get here. It's the Nathan Drake problem where you're like, "Isn't yeah?" But there's stakes, right? And he's and like those people just like shot him, but like yeah, but he's putting himself in these situations where he has to kill five hundred brown people per hour. Yeah, 
And yeah. it's like, at some point, you start to question whether he's at fault, especially like There's, four games in. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a like, consideration. He's a body that, count of like a country. That's a consideration that I wish games did. Like, not most of the time, I wish they did it all the time, which is the, like in video games, the, the self-defense carries a lot of weight. You go into somebody's house and they shoot you because they, they say bandage yeah. above their head over their health bar. Well, out of self-defense. No, it isn't. You went into their house. And they're yeah. abandoned. Of course they're going to shoot you. They were going to shoot you outside, let alone in their house. It's your oh, fault. Yeah, I mean, no, they're breaking uh, and entering. A, for, a whole formula of Fallout is breaking into other people's bases, then killing them all. And you're like, yeah. I'm the good. And then you get good guy points because you're the you good, good guy. guy. And you're like, am I? That's, that's not how it works. That's why I like the Skyrim logic better is where you put a basket over someone's head and steal their <laughs> stuff and it's okay. Like, but like, I've, I've shared the story yeah. a few times, but it was that, like that time I played Vampire the Masquerade, the tabletop game with a group of like, mur they, they were just murder hobos. Like, the Dingham place in a suburban neighborhood and they just started going house to house and clearing them out and it's like no this is just a normal neighborhood of humans at night like you don't just like go murder looting every single house one by one and they're calling me they're like like i was the buzzkill refusing to play the game because i was like not going in with them and like they're like uh like oh you see a shape and it's like ah I fire 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 spell and it's like ah a burning figure comes running out of the door and like that's just like some guy that answered his door like that's not like <laughs> a like like an enemy with loot or anything you guys are just you're trained by Diablo and other games to just treat violence as the default verb for every second of gameplay and you don't understand it, what a role-playing game is. Yeah, and especially Vampire the Masquerade, where it's called The Masquerade. Don't go, kill, go don't go around killing people. You're a vampire. They will kill you if you, they find yeah. you out. They were getting, they were even failing at Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah. yeah like the premise exactly. of the game. And, and I thought totally I was right. going to be the one struggling because I was the guy that can't pass and has to hide their face, but who... You're, yep, you're totally right. The, the stakes... Just either they're not Disco Elysium like, so refreshing. Th there's many reasons why Disco Elysium is refreshing. refreshing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mostly Keep communism. Like, being mostly the anti yeah, being the that matters, opposite yeah. of Ubisoft. <laughs> the opposite of Ubisoft. That is a good. Yeah. I think that is a good description. <laughs> this game's not yeah. po not political. No, this game's extremely political. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds We're like not a afraid way of to talking life. about things. Almost like talking about things is the premise of an RPG. I like. I also like that he doesn't hold your hand. I I saw him. No, I, I uh, died in the first five minutes to a light bulb. Oh yeah, same here. <laughs> I also and almost then, died. Wait, chair. what? In Disco yeah. Elysium? Yeah. yeah. If you don't have enough pain threshold when you're with a hangover, yeah. uh, it turned the light on, and if you choose to continue turning the light on because you're you're Pain, your body warned you uh then you take one health damage which means yeah, that you, if you, you only have, have one hit point you die because yeah, you don't have and then you see a, a failure state that's like a news article about you dying yeah. of a heart attack that's great those are uh, great yeah no, all I, andrew, now my, as well. because i because of the stats i specialized in andrew and disco elysium i had one health and one emotional health <laughs> or whatever yeah, they're tied oh. to the same both, stat. Of my, both of my bars were one oh, no, i would no, die instantly I would just die instantly uh, wow. to anything. So I had to have the drugs on hand that would give you that would heal you because what happens in that game when you're dying is that it goes into slow mo and you have that slow mo time to click on the drug to take it to refill the one health you have before <laughs> the it goes first away. time. The first time that happened to me, I was like, "Oh, I can't! I can't even believe I could do this!" Because the game goes in <laughs> slow mode for like five seconds, and you're like, "Wait, yeah, I died!" Let's you no, save I didn't. yourself click, click, when click. you're dying. 
so yeah you, you take psychic damage when your ego gets gets beaten essentially if, yeah uh, from exactly. really sad things happen like seeing what happened to your car for example and then you'll like lose your one health of morality of, of a like morale i guess and like i think if i don't press like a take a morale drug instantly i'll like be so demotivated i'll just abandon the case is probably what yeah. it says for in that case i think yeah, i only died yeah. of heart attacks or being shot or something i don't think i, I died i don't think i saw the moral the the morale ending i saw the morale ending when, when i tried to convince kim that there's a sexy undertone to the crime and then i couldn't come <laughs> up with crime. any i couldn't come up with any good idea and i felt <laughs> felt so bad about myself that i uh, went uh, to live under a bridge shouting at passage passengers and that's the game over screen <laughs> yeah that the game game's, the think... game's so beautiful oh yeah for sure god i came back just to talk to two guys in a communist book club for two hours in a dlc <laughs> that's all what? that content book was <laughs> i just found their secret hangout of only two remaining members because everyone else had, had stopped coming and we just talked oh. about communism for two hours I uh, what I meant what I meant by saying it doesn't hold your hand. I mean, is it, it's it in the interpretation of the text? Like, there's a lot oh, of yeah. subtext that is absolutely never explained. If you're not keyed into or keyed into any of the political discourse, if you don't understand the political undertone of the game or the text itself, sometimes it's not just undertone. Oh yeah, I, I struggled with the Europe context because it's a lot of it's about European politics and like it's like analogous to things that I don't always understand. I, yeah, I think I, I think there's some analogies. Did you? Uh, this is going to a specific thing. Did you get the impression that the League of Na is it League of Nations? It's not League of Nations. League of Nations is the first time that we tried uh, making Europe stop fighting itself, and it yeah, failed because World World we didn't. We got the United Nations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and then you got the United Nations, which is kind of working still. <laughs> kind of. Uh. No, there's one. There's one thing. Well, in, in... It, it helped that the that Europe made itself a unified, uh, like, government. That really helped a lot more than America saying, like, "Hey guys, could you stop? We're not gonna help, but like, just stop doing that and then leaving." <laughs> there's one thing in Disco Elysium that's called uh, something similar to United States, but it's like not united and it's not states. It's like the <laughs> it's different words. But I never so Russia. Yeah, it's a, it, it, I mean, it could work for both, um, no, although not in the political sense in that game. But the because they're they're uh, moralists the, in the in the game world, which are like they're lib they're not li they're liberals basically. They're not libertarians, so they're they're liberals and they have a world uh, they're economic super centrist. Yeah, yeah, they're the the lords. It's the whole thing, and not to I be never really the ultra liberals. Yes, those would be the. Uh, free market radicals yeah the the the, the pro-capitalism that can do no wrong i'm so rich i'd bend time and space <laughs> that is that's such a highlight for me <laughs> that is such a highlight what a brilliant dialogue so well written and so insightful i got into so many arguments because of that video <laughs> oh i never got into any i said like I, I i went into so much detail everybody just left who didn't agree with me <laughs> when I explained why rich people need people to continue to work. Get to bore the annoying people out of life. <laughs> they, uh, well, I do have a channel about RPGs. Boredom is something that they are very resilient to. Oh, no. You got to work extra hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, but uh, that, that whole faction I was trying to... Th I, just now on a second, second playthrough, am I really... 
figuring figuring it as maybe sort of a not so veiled an analogy to the United States, but I I don't know if I'm reading too much into that. There's too much there's too many specific details to the lore of the game where it's kind of difficult to see real life political entities in there apart from there's like some, Mars. There's some interesting and, metaphors to unpack, like how you know existential dread is literally devouring the earth. <laughs> I know, I don't know. Do you, is that actually the case? It's such a every time they discuss the the sort of uh astrology as uh, astronomy yeah not astrology the the actual astronomy of the world every time it's like it's so hazy and weird it's like a fever dream the dialogues about that are you sure it is literal because i know the voids uh, no I know it's, the lady it's literal the boat, there's the like special the people that have it. to like travel through it and like they have symptoms and everything but are you sure that's just that's just not that's not just astronauts no, no, it's on the planet between the continents. It's hmm. on the planet I have that impression itself. as well. It's not like, in space. What you're saying is like that does ring a bell, and that is what I, how I remember it. But uh, like, I always felt like maybe it was metaphorical in some ways. No, there's, there's say, a horrifying ticking clock death void just kind of existing on the planet that's going to end everything. I'm sure, it's not a metaphor for anything that we all like. Maybe always having as a existential threat um, that builds year to year that we just don't talk about most of the time so it was a metaphor i just didn't <laughs> i just didn't get what it was about it might be versatile it might mean it, it might be usable for a few different things but it's very easy to yeah. be like oh yeah maybe you know like, you like climate change yeah it's the thing that no one's solving and uh is just getting worse every year and everyone knows it is but but as you can tell like it is a cosmic scale threat that is horrifying on a, more than anything that's actually happening in the game. And the only thing more distressing than that is that there's like two people in the whole game that even talk about it. No one even talks no about one even it. bothers. Everyone cares oh, about, about the, like that everything thing. else that's yeah. happening in the game. But like who is the, the most one? threatening implication of that universe is a thing that almost no one gives a shit about. That's why or I they, say or maybe they it's actively just... refuse to talk about it because they don't want to engage with the idea because that's it's a horrible I... thought. That's why I came out of it thinking that maybe it was just either a metaphor or they were wrong. Like, I know one of them is the... So the biggest reason why I might be, wrong, might be wrong in my interpretation is that one of them is the lady in the boat. I don't remember her name. But she she's, like, self-admittedly on multiple lines. She shows that she's bad at talking figuratively. And then she talks about that specifically, which means that it, she must be right. She must know what she's talking about. Yeah, but uh, they can talk to the actual truckers and stuff like that. And then, most importantly, if I remember correctly... Kim just passively kind of confirms this stuff oh, despite Kim not said, engaging oh. it. I think I remember. I think yeah, I remember that. Yep. Kim's usually the person that tells you that helps you tell when things are real. <laughs> and yeah, like he just—it's one of those things where he more or less just confirms it, but also is not particularly interested in discussing it and just moves on immediately, which is what everyone does. Everyone well, either—it's like with global warming, where everyone either kind of doesn't want to talk about it because of the fact that it's this horrible threat that just makes them sad all the time, or because they've convinced themselves that it's not a real thing as a defense mechanism, or it's because the solutions for it go against their cozy life. And because they need to realize that the profit motive is the is responsible, or oh, could be that finally something's gonna take care of the trash itself. Good job, everybody. But it's not though. The people who are you, least you... responsible for it are the ones that are gonna pay most and pay first and are paying right now. Not are gonna pay. Forget that are gonna pay. They're paying right now. 
Some of them have been paying for decades. Nah. And, and, and they have also been paying for the system that has created it. So it's a system that exploits them in the first place. And then it also brings climate change. So it's a double whammy of fuck you. Nah. I it's, think... I, I, I don't think that there will be any solution. And it will but there just is a solution. Be, we, just, uh, we, we just don't have the power to, to place it. To make it. Well, sure. Because eh. the people with the power benefit from the fact that uh, the solution is unimplemented. Well, the only nice part is that there's there is no money in uh, living elsewhere, and there never is will there be, and there not, will be an, there there's not there will not be enough time to invest to go live elsewhere before uh, it gets too uh, bad here. Ask Elon Musk about that; he will tell you otherwise. <laughs> he ain't, he won't live long enough, so it's not it's not important to him. Like that's the thing is like you're no one who will invest money into it won't live long enough to see the the fruits of that that investment. So I why think, invest into it? Well, that's the I think that's just a bad mindset <laughs> in general and it, it, you're not wrong in saying what you're saying cuz that's how they think, but like if people are if if people did everything like if we did and not people, just we. As I'm not saying that it's, it's the mentality people should have. I'm saying I know, that's yeah, no, the, no, no. That's what they that's have. The, that's, but also, yeah. like, it's easy to think like that because that's what the system tells us to be. If there's no benefit to you doing something, why would you do that? But like every single aspect of our lives, even us talking right now, right here, is so largely shaped by the fact that somebody else is having a benefit from what we do, and something, and a benefit that we'll never that we'll never get directly, which is like when we talk a conversation, when we have a conversation with a friend, their side of the conversation, them having a good time talking to us, we never get that because we don't like, we get our side, but we don't get their side. So what we say benefits them, not us. Then, I mean, hopefully benefits unless we're jerks in, you know, but uh, you know, obviously this, we live in a system where we can benefit ourselves with money from, from being nice and for doing nice things to other people. But that's that's I think that's. You are a good person, and people say nice things about you. Plus, but they're also liars. Because <laughs> all humans lie. <laughs> like the fourth reference to, to Rooster Teeth today. I I've heard you say that before, but I'll I I really need to watch Rooster Teeth, don't I? Um, Is it good? Um, <laughs> I mean, um, that's a, that's a really broad thing now. Oh no, I'm remembering. Shows. I'm remembering make, the conversation we had Ruby, the other day, which is good for exactly like half a season, <laughs> and it's not even the first one. Uh, Oof, that's worse than Naruto. No, I mean, and, Andrew and I were both Andrew and I both grew up as Red vs. Blue fans. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I don't know how up to date the editor of us are. I genuinely don't know how not, up to date I am because they made they made I, one I a year for so long that I don't even know what season I left off on. They had Elijah Wood at some point. That was weird. I, <laughs> I think I, I I think that sounds already too far ahead of me. I don't even. <laughs> I didn't even you know that just happened. Not no you so. might have just not noticed it was Elijah Wood. I think he played like a core Maybe. or something, like like Guilty Spark. Uh, okay, but I, I just know that like, I yeah, I think the last time I left off, everyone was still uh, around. Yeah. And I think and I don't, like, I don't a know lot for sure changed. how well, I don't know how well the uh, comedy may have aged necessarily. I don't even mean like the, oh, wow, I can't believe they could say stuff like that back then. But I mean like, I don't know if it's still my sense of humor in many cases, but uh, yeah, 
I've watched specifically, I think it's episode 39, The Best Laid Plans, which was my first episode ever that I saw of the show just a lot of times over the years, especially back in the old days specifically. But like, it's also kind of a bottle episode where there's like a couple instances of like context about some other stuff that kind of leaks in. But a lot of it is just the absurdness of like, you have the leader of of the red team and the the frustrating idiot of the blue team for some reason are in what it seems to be a halo multiplayer lobby of people fighting each other and so it's a it's a bit of a joke about like these two bases that just keep murdering each other and then they just kind of do it again 10 minutes later over and over again like because because it's a multiplayer game and that's like what they are if they take them literally mm -hmm. uh but these but also like these two people of conflicting teams just having communication problems and being frustrating <laughs> And uh, it's it's basically just the marathon of Caboose, the infamous character that's beloved being just obtuse and infuriating every time anyone talks to him about anything. And uh, I loved it a lot when I was like 14. And now it's nostalgic. <laughs> but yeah, that, that loved... seems like in that, in that moment, they're like, they, need, they need to see it through a window and uh sarge says uh like caboose give me a boost and he says and then he says that in response he just gives him like a morale boost <laughs> it's like those kinds that's of a good reactions line. i like that yeah. line it's uh, i think i remember specifically like a lot of a, a lot of the times i actually laughed were always caboose related lines. No, yeah and that's like an entire episode but, of caboose so it's just it, yeah it, it's memorable if nothing else when i was 14 i liked those stick figures uh, fighting with swords I think. Potentially, I also like that cat with a machine gun saying "ratatatata." Was <laughs> that was that animated? What? Yes. Wow! <laughs> like old internet, I have no is idea weird, but that that's means. not even old internet. That's like two thousand four. No, wait. Yeah. No, wait. Not actually, fourteen. That's actually, when you, really you were. It's two thousand. I don't know if I've shared this before, but I have a really embarrassing memory where. I did a a presentation about Scarlet Letter, I think it was, and me and my classmate, like we, we were terrified by the fact that the uh, the teacher said we were supposed to take up the entire like class period, essentially. Wow. Which kind of turned out to be less is, true. Yeah, it's like thirty minutes. Yeah. It's like fifty minutes, and like how am I gonna take up a fifty minute class period in high school with just us talking about Scarlet Letter, a book I didn't read because <laughs> I just, <laughs> I got sick of the I got sick of the writing style in the first chapter, and so I just cheated uh, and looked and up the... what happens in it and so on. <laughs> I did the same I, I, for my assignment. I think it's like the, one of the only times I ever did that, but that I just I hated how it was written, and also with the moral was the moral might have more nuance and interest to me now. As a 30-year-old, there might be something more to it. But at the time, it just seemed to be like this. It seemed like to me as like a 17-year-old that this was just an irritating book about like the moral panic of like losing your virginity and so on. How dare you? But it might be a little deeper than that, but I don't know. Uh, I would hope it has more to it than that because that's a really disappointing book to recommend as literature if that's all there is to it. Like that's the type of stuff we should leave behind. But I don't, I haven't read it as an adult either. But uh, because we were panicking about how to, how to fill time and we also like were afraid to actually present because it's a stage fright and all that. Uh, we had I, I had wow model viewer. And so I had a character model that was like doing gestures. And so I created like a machinima 
of the lecture of us like of like us doing the uh like they could be like us recording the voice lines of all the stuff that happened uh like the presentation and then play as a video of it'd be a wow character saying it for us but obviously <laughs> it's hard it's time consuming and hard to actually animate stuff so a lot of it was just like a looping animation uh instead of us so that was bad on its own level but at one point as an intermission to fill time because it wasn't long enough i just played best laid plans from red vs blue in its entirety and uh, like five minutes or something when it's like eight minutes long oh my and as, God. A, as a as a moment as a as a as a as a solution to the problem at the time it seemed reasonable, but when it was actually happening live, I like panicked and skipped past it. <laughs> like after like a minute of just like realizing how fucking weird it was in reality. That might have been so a good on. call. That might have been a no. good call. <laughs> I had similar re I had similar moments in college where when I would like try to write a joke into like the script of a presentation, and I'm like, I instantly regret this entire plan. <laughs> I hate that I did this. I, I hate <laughs> presenting in front uh, of yeah. class. A lot of that, a lot of that sort of stuff is all about uh, confidence in. I wonder execution. how much better I'd be now. I wonder if this, the last ten years, would would have made me better at any of that, or if it would still be a panic the moment I'm sitting in front of like thirty people in I in person. I think for me, I've always had trouble. I I didn't really have trouble presenting, if I had a plan, uh, but I always had trouble being under pressure for like questions or for yeah uh, interviews job interviews for me uh yeah being like i, I just difficult. wonder how bad i would shit the bed if i did a like a panel <laughs> but uh, yes a couple of days ago i i, <laughs> I like, had a oh, job interview fuck, there's like 200 people in this room <laughs> i think i think it would it would you would be better off because uh, for me anyway a couple of days ago i had a job interview and i was preparing for uh, before and i was just like oh this is fine this is totally fine just totally fine when i see the person it was over zoom uh when i see the person i'm like oh this is like just normal youtube stuff not like, i mean obviously not for youtube but it's like totally no nah, i can't handle i can't handle job interviews there's too much stakes i hate it but you do like recording let's plays those don't have yes. stakes not the way a job yeah, interview does yeah but you does. forget about them you forget about Definite, stakes. no that's all i think about <laughs> oh no <laughs> that might that might be an impediment every job interview yeah, i've ever uh... done has a particular moment or two that replays in my mind forever as one of my greatest shames <laughs> you like just need thing, to consider it's like the thing i agonize over and i don't uh... know if it even played a role in whether or not i got the job but it's the thing that i just think about over and over and over again. You need to consider... Like when, got, like when I got my waterboard job, I had a story I wanted to tell about a, a trip I went on, like the the geology, like the big month-long thing. And it was like a story about self-improvement, about how I reacted to a certain thing about feedback and how I got like this, like I got recognized as like the most imp improved grade from one report to the next one over the course of that trip and so on. And I wanted to like weave that into a story that makes me sound like a good employee and all that. But the, like the fucking job interview was like wrapping up and it never fit in any moment. So I just started telling the story when they were like trying to like wrap up the interview oh, and no. stop it. I got the job. Good but job. Yeah, like I was like, <laughs> but I was like, no, I needed to tell this story. And I'm like, I gotta fit in somewhere. And then I'm like, I could feel that the interview was about to end. And I'm like, oh god, no. But once you're in, <laughs> so you can stop. I just stop. made it. So I just made it happen anyway. And I hate myself. I mean, that, honestly, I, I think that takes guts. Because it, 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 once you started Does telling it? the story, I think so. Like, can you imagine? This is like, because you have the point of telling the story. Because 
the thing the moment you start telling I, the story you can't just say oh never mind i, I i'd rather I, not tell it because that's the worst <laughs> part so you absolutely have to just stick with it that's that's what i'm saying I, like once once you're in there you need to you just pull it through that's that's stuff that's good i don't know i feel like i treat job interviews much like uh <laughs> i feel like i treat job interviews much like a like a sociopath would treat human situations you like you're supposed to be a puppet you mimicry like human do you mimicry what they're they want in a human being you're just like yes i am committed and happy to be here and will do anything for the job and then once like you're in the job you're like fooled you i'm a human being and i'm (laughs) not going to fall down by that it's an entire process of lying and nonsense i hate the theatrics of it that's and yeah. so like I I, I don't Stephanie really get had, nervous had a about job it interview that... that where they ambushed her because she she like got she, like she's normally really good at interviews and so on but specifically what happened is that they 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 put her in a panel in front of several people and then mm. had not read her resume and they were just like oh, you have two minutes to answer all these questions and then it's like and that was the entire interview and it's like it was like so caught her off guard because she's like oh they don't know anything about her experience or like or like any of the like anything about her and she's supposed to somehow like try to work that in while also answering these questions in two minutes only and it's like what a weird like off-putting environment and it's like there's such a shitty dance monkey dance aspect of job interviews where it's just like it's like it's like fucking like legalized hazing where you just like kind of like fuck with people because they 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 have to put up with us in order to try to survive it's really frustrating yeah yeah but like how many loops can we make hoops can we make them jump through we could just come up with anything fuck it (laughs) yeah i mean that's on purpose though like you the idea is that you want somebody who is uh you know much like you would with a like any kind of cult or anything you want somebody who is like who's confident competent enough to do what you want them to do but dumb enough to listen to anything you say and so like if a job tells you you got to work on the weekend and holidays you shouldn't go like wait a second why would i do that when am i supposed to have a mm-hmm. life you're supposed to go like oh yeah i would do anything for a job and then but it's like okay but you need to be able to do this job correctly it's like oh yeah i can do i like i have the skills to do this and i'm willing to do whatever it takes to to stay up employed and it's like perfect that's what we want we want we want that yeah the stupid stakes. dumb brain slug baby like it the just stakes for my uh for my job interview the other day are so high and i when you're talking, like you're right in saying that it, the stakes are there, mine were so high, and I, like I wasn't even caring. I was just like completely <laughs> in the flow of the moment. Like it's it's the kind of job that will set me up for life, and it's an amazing company, so it's like the double whammy. And I'm just like, yeah, it's totally fine. What um, what's the what's like, fine? sup? So what's up with yeah. you guys? <laughs> it's your boy. Not my mission is to never do another job interview for the rest of my life. That's the trick. That is a just good make I this work. Goal. <laughs> I would just be shocked either, to hear that. <laughs> either got to make this YouTube thing last forever or just have a spike in success that's so good that I can just retire. <laughs> Both yeah, of those. Say, the the retirement those option's the best option. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, like, forever as in, like, until you'd retire at a normal age. But in the, in, the instinct, uh, in the instance that YouTube doesn't just last the next 70 years or whatever as, a, as like, a website or the concept of a YouTuber, even if you have to top platforms or whatever... Uh, if that if that I, isn't like a thing that's gonna, gonna be true, to. I'm pretty sure it'd it's be gonna like come the, to that. Yeah, like if that doesn't continue to be a thing as a concept, then the hope would be just like, well, hope I got what I needed while I was there and could just call it off there on out. <laughs> yeah, 
the, the, yeah. Honestly, my life feels like I'm just getting away with something, and I'm just gonna see how long I can. <laughs> I that's yeah. That's pretty some accurate. People are so fucking miserable with engaging with how life is normally that I'm like, yeah, I, I don't. I kind of don't that somehow. Yeah. And like, it'd be weird not to given the option. So I guess I'll see it out because <laughs> it's pretty great. But and the thing, the thing I don't is, know how I got here. I think that you, YouTube also, the fact that so many people do it, it also builds up a, it's a, it's a serious curriculum thing that you can put in your CV. And if it's, if, if you need a fallback plan, it's not just, you're not betting everything is what I'm saying. If anything, you're, my, you, you're just building experience where you can get hired for, for other things if YouTube I hope somehow so, because my geology degree is, like, useless right now. Like, it's a, it's a degree in, um, in paper form, but it's, like, it's, not like I have, like, expertise in my head anymore. I'm in the exact same place. <laughs> exact same place. It's the with problem with, with college degrees. It's like, well, it's been a few years, so now it's all gone. <laughs> just it's like not my all gone, though. Because it shows that you can finish a course, or it's not course. What is it called? Degree. Can every now and then I pop, every now and then I pepper in a naturlich into a video, but I don't know that much German. It's gone. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. I took People three think you know years of it. I took three years of it 13 years ago. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I tricked you all. <laughs> We're so old. We're all going to die. All right, we need to wrap this up, though, because I've had to use the restroom <laughs> for a while. <laughs> we got a I bunch of... because uh, we were all going to die. No. We got more podcast <laughs> questions, and including one that came in while we were recording. But, Thank you. Uh, this was a pretty wow. continuous. This was a pretty continuous uh, series of topics and whatnot. So, uh, maybe next time. <laughs> see you next. See you. See you next time, everybody. See, Send see your you. questions to dialogue po- choices podcast at gmail.com. We get to them sometimes eventually. Dialogue poiches. Dialogue, dialogue choices. You uh, were po- going to say I poiches. I heard you. At, at, at gmail.com. Thank you. Bitches. Get out of here. Go, <laughs> go, go take out the trash like you were asked to do.